I think the planet in uh, the Bible is Gaia, um, <laughs> but there's also the alternate timeline one that they've been remaking, so it gets a little confusing. I don't know That's if right. the planet is different or not. <laughs> but yeah, Jesus turns you into a Lucie, but then you can <laughs> you can call on him as an Idolin. Yeah, imagine and... summoning the Holy Spirit to uh, fuck <laughs> things up. I, don't think it, I think this is the first season that we haven't mentioned the Eucharist. I was about to ask yeah. so far, so I guess this will have to. How does how does the the Eucharist fit into a world of Falsy and Lucy <laughs> and Jesus and I was gonna say when you when you summon him he does like a like a back bend like you know like if you're like doing yoga and you like sit on top of him like a tank and you like drive him around and <laughs> you, <laughs> you hit the button to use him and like do a super attack. Do the um do the Falsy give like the Lucy any like small crackers or like some tasty <laughs> juice or alcohol to you know show their devotion? I have to assume so. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that data log yet, but <laughs> at any rate, this is the Every FNFF podcast. I'm Carl Germ. I'm Curtis Ware. I'm Alex. Alex Redacted, the the producer of this fine, fine program that you're all listening We're, to. We just like to dox ourselves so you can come find us if you're mad at us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I only use like the first four letters of my last name, which makes it a little less doxing, I guess. I also use also... only the first four letters of my last name. <laughs> but we also talked about the fucking uh, interview that we had on Wired.com where I just have my full last name. So come fight me. I, got, <laughs> I, I always have $20 in my pocket. And that is for whoever can find me on the streets and kick my ass and knock me out. That $20 is yours by right. But I'll get to you first. <laughs> fucking Macklemore ass pocket motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone ordered my band's tape, uh, you will also know my real last name. Oh, really? I ordered it. I mean, I knew your real last name before that, but I feel like I didn't get it sent from you. I can't remember. Well, I'm the vanille in this situation. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Exactly. You also slept through history class. Hell yeah. It's true. I think, weirdly, history is one of the classes I didn't sleep through because I actually liked my teacher. And I think I talked about him on the podcast before, but he had a fake leg. Um, and <laughs> Or is it a real leg, but it's it was man-made. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah, it was a tangible leg. It was just, you know, a... Uh, an, I suppose everyone's leg is man-made in a way. <laughs> I guess, yeah, prosthetic is probably the... the You know, I try to avoid that word because I still have a little bit of a lisp that I've had some years of speech therapy to try to correct. A, a supplemental leg. <laughs> Who the fuck is putting TH next to an S in a word? That's, that's the real, <laughs> that's the real insensitive thing here. But yeah, the thing that he used to do is he's like, you guys can sleep in my class. I know it's us history. It's fucking boring. He's like, but I'm going to give you fair warning here. If you fall asleep in my class and I find out about it and, and Everyone is going to back me up here. He's like, I am going to go up to your desk. I can't feel anything when I move this leg. So I'm going to kick the bottom of your desk as hard as I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> and it got to the point where that was like the only instance of snitching on people that was acceptable in my high school. Because someone would fall asleep in class and we'd be like, yo, Marty, Marty. And we would like point to the kid sleeping. Yeah. He would like put his textbook down and like creep on over and then kick the bottom of the desk. <laughs> it was extremely funny. That's awesome. Um, I joined the... Uh the tech department so i can just log into this teacher's server and get the master answers to the test coming up that's so much cooler <laughs> than anything i did i i was a part of the tv announcements in the morning and i abused that in uh 
in senior year by not having to sign in at homeroom and not having to get attendance and then just showing up too late to even do the announcements but having that as my alibi being like oh i was at you know the tv <laughs> and i would just have my friend uh go down the stairwell and open up the door so i didn't have to get uh, <laughs> caught sneaking in it was like i really did just sleep through every class that's that was my whole love thing. sleeping through class it's my favorite thing i'm gonna do it through work Hopefully. I'm going to sleep through this podcast. Have fun, guys. I'll see you next week. All right. We've gone our separate ways, much like Saz <laughs> and Lightning and Hope and Vanille are getting ready to do. Yes. But first, before they do that, well, I mean, or after, any time, really, um, we have a new ability that we just unlocked after that last uh, that last boss via the Omni Kit. Oh. Yeah. That one. Well, that's right. We did t- discuss the Omni Kit last episode, but we did not get into the nitty gritty of it. No. But, uh, we can, can we now use this at any time, or we have to go to a save point? Save points only. Mm, same with the shops, I see. Yeah. But uh, we can now access weapon upgrades, baby. Yeah, Make that shit real strong. I've been real excited about this uh, since acquiring a bunch of the materials and seeing that things had level one, even accessories. And I'm like, that's super cool. I want to mm-hmm. be able to upgrade these th- things. And I have done very little of it because I am terrified of this upgrade system because it seems extremely clunky. <laughs> I'm actually kind of pleasantly surprised at how simple it is and that um, like, okay, each item that you get now has a, it has a value and experience that you can just drop into another item. Yeah. Which for me is like, okay, cool. I'm going to use like the, digital circuits and stuff like that are worth quite a bit. A lot of the technology is really yeah. good for upgrading. Well, the organic material isn't. What I think is also funny is that the uh, the chip wallet or whatever that we got from the Marauder <laughs> yeah. is yeah. Like, <laughs> worth one XXP. Yeah. So, that, so that's the credits thing that like they pay Psycom in the the company yeah. dollars that Sanctum uh, yeah. the, the company got... script from Sanctum where <laughs> you can sell it for a high amount but you can't really do right. much else with it. So so uh biologic material and the digital material are both really really good for upgrades but in different ways so the um the digital material or the man-made materials they have a lot of experience that will go into the weapon or or, uh, accessory to make it stronger but they decrease your multiplication bonus whereas the biologic material doesn't give you very much as far as experience go but it increases your multiplication bonus so if you have like a circuit or a piece of metal or whatever that has like a thousand experience on it, right? But first you pump a bunch of like enigmatic goo into it. When, <laughs> when you I'm actually... I'm always trying to pump in some enigmatic goo. I'm always trying to pump in enigmatic goo. Um, the enigmatic goo might only have like five experience per, but if you put ten of them in there, it'll say, okay, whatever you add next will have two times multiplier now. And then you put that circuit in there, that piece of metal, and now it's worth 2,000 instead of 1,000. So yeah. you get like a giant boost to it. So what you do is, or the plan for me anyway, is you put all that material into it, get a really high boost rate, and then just unload a whole section of your uh, digital stuff onto it. It's like staggering. It's like staggering for weapons and blacksmithery. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then you get like five, 6,000 experience on a weapon with just one uh, piece of upgrade uh, equipment. That, that sounds a lot more succinct than what I was reading in the tutorial, which I was just like, <laughs> it, it, it explains it in a way that makes sense. But, like, my brain just wasn't wrapping around it. And I was just like, this seems like a nightmare to me who likes to optimize things. And, yeah. like, 
am going to be very upset if I'm like, well, I just wasted that one thing on like <laughs> an item that shouldn't have been upgraded or. Nah, you know. yeah, you'd be fine getting more. Like, you can get more upgrade equipment. Uh, or I shouldn't call it equipment, but like you can get more um, upgrade materials uh, much faster than you can get money in this game, it feels like. Mm. So, like, yeah, this is I, kind of okay to just like fuck around with. Yeah, I think um, I, I'll be doing that. So, the first thing I did was uh, level up the um, the Blaze Fire Saber. Mm -hmm. And then I quickly remembered that I didn't have it equipped. So then I upgraded the Gladius <laughs> instead. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I, was, I was getting ready to say, I was like, interesting choice. <laughs> that, that feels the exact same as when like I'm uh, using Saz with the like the buff roll. And I'm like, okay, Saz, he's my commando in this fight. I'm going to use Faith on Vanille. And then I accidentally use Faith on Saz. And I'm like, no, yep. dude. I did yep. that twice in a row when I was playing through chapter four. And I was like, I fucking hate this. For whatever reason, the center just roll with has the auto the auto combat for it he always wants to cast everything on vanille first which is fine but like he he will want to cast bravery on vanille before he casts anything on himself and i'm mm -hmm. like Saz, that is not useful buddy like you're not doing yeah. anything and then when it comes to himself he's like okay vigilance first and i'm like no there are two other ones that are better it'd be nice if they let you on top of making decks like make command decks so you can say like here's your auto like like prioritize mm. self and stuff like that where you can like have a, a target priorities and stuff like that if oh, only yeah, there was a final like fantasy that allowed you to like, do that like the one right before well, this well saying something <laughs> if it automate like it knows like auto chain or whatever like you can have it some sort of gambit. yeah some sort of like gambit system maybe <laughs> that that one of the final fantasies just prior to this one had <laughs> or at least to reorganize the list so if you're just smashing a or x or whatever it'll I'm at least like Saz first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're just like, you know what? Now I want to talk about 12. So let's just uh, <laughs> pivot this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this upgrade system and I... I think I remember in like the first episode when we were kind of just talking about um, like the history of the game and its development and stuff, Curtis, I think you mentioned that uh, they were definitely inspired by games like Call of Duty. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is kind of derived from that because mm. the upgrade system i've only really played like modern warfare 2 and i played it very, like for one summer or something i wasn't super into it but i feel <sighs> like the the way you upgraded weapons and that in my shitty memory brain kind of feels like a similar sort of thing of just like now that you say that i'm only ever going to be able to like refer to getting your weapons to star level as prestiging prestiging right yeah, 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 like, yeah exactly i'm, I'm about thinking. to prestige this weapon yeah there, there's really not too much, I think, to the uh, the the weapon leveling up and accessories leveling up. But one thing that we talked about just a little bit is um, you can max these uh, stuff. You can max things out, right? You can get things to the highest level that they can be. Um, and when you do, it just becomes a level star, right? So you get like a weapon, you'll level it up one, two, three, four, five, whatever. It becomes a level star. Is and it then star or is it master like Tom Berry? Ooh, yeah. Shit, yeah. And the tutorial tells us, although I don't think we can do it right now, I don't believe so, maybe we can, but I, I didn't see anything that could. Um, once we get it to level star, you'll still be able to upgrade a weapon, but only through very specific materials. So like, if you if you take your uh, blaze fire saber, right, and you get it all the way to level star, sometimes you should go back and check every now and again, go see if you can upgrade it. And sometimes you'll see a material that you can use. You'll upgrade it and it'll become a different weapon. So it'll actually transform and the stats will go back down just slightly. 
And then you can continue leveling that up and get it past the level that the prior one was. Yeah, I think that is what made me think of Call of Duty because I, if I remember, that's how like the prestiging worked. Where, yeah, yeah, that's why I was thinking about it too. Time. I'm like, those fuckers <laughs> just ripped off Call of Duty. And then I was like, well, actually, I think they said that they were going to do that. Which was the style at the time. Yeah. It was the... I, I, I never uh, filled out my Modern Warfare Crystarium personally. I, I didn't get that far in it. Yeah, so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to try and grind for a uh, an El Noyle card, and that way you can then refine it in a little <laughs> bit to get the materials that you need to get a prestige version of uh, Lightning's weapon uh, on disc one. Can I? I know we're sides on the sides, and we're at the beginning of the podcast right now, but I did stream FF8 for like six hours yesterday morning, and. Uh, God, I kept seeing the Illinois card, but not the fucking Zell card. Why won't it ever appear for me? Anyway, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I digress. Um, yeah, but huh, we walk up out of this. Uh, like, basically, when we were fighting the Dreadnought, it you know shot a wrecking ball below us, and we fell into like a cavern or whatever. Or really, it was it was not really a cavern. It was a container. Just more I garbage. Guess. More garbage. It's a basement. Yeah, the base, the garbage we, basement. <laughs> we walked through a nice rectangular prism of a hallway. There was a cool um, house show going on there. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love a good house show. Basically, an access corridor for those little robots because they like to come out of those little yeah. access corridors. Oh, yeah. I actually liked it a lot when we were like exiting that that little hallway from that container. I was like, I, I really like this hallway, even though it's like there's nothing interesting about it. I was just like, Ooh, have we been in a in a tight area like this yet i, I like this I is like a loading this. zone you can tell yeah it's like anytime a modern game has you like scooching through something like oh i see what you're doing devs you're making me go through a slow section to make it feel <laughs> real immersive but you actually just want to give by yourself some time i get you yeah it's, it's <laughs> which like to be fair in, i enjoy i'm always like ooh. it's in the same way that in real life when you're going to get on an airplane from the airplane you know terminal gate and you walk <laughs> the reason that it takes little, so long that little tunnel uh once yeah they're loading the plane <laughs> interior assets of the plane that's all the streaming assets and <laughs> so that's why you have to like wait around in the terminal that's why no one listening to this podcast has ever been at the front of that line and gotten onto the plane immediately <laughs> i was thinking like when you're at the terminal they're actually loading the city that you're going to that's why it takes so long <laughs> The flight is pre-rendered. Yeah. If you <laughs> yeah, look closely, yeah. um, you're not actually moving, but everything around you is. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that like right. New Vegas for like to make the trolley? They actually like. Yeah, they put the. <laughs> yeah. It's a guy a with a like trolley. A hat. Hat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Video games just seem like uh, what they have on The Simpsons when they're filming Radioactive Man, and they're like. Hey, why, why, uh, why are you painting these cows? Yeah. And they're like, oh, horses don't look like horses on uh, camera. You gotta use, uh, you gotta use cows. So they're like, what oh, if what you want a nerd? cow? <laughs> oh, well, usually we just glue a bunch of cats together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's like the turtles all the way down thing. The Earth is just like on top of a New Vegas NPC. That's what keeps it floating <laughs> through space. Uh, <laughs> I but um, it. but we we exit back out into the uh, into the um the open air again and it looks like there's an is it another one of these ships it's a di it looks like a different kind of pulse ship but it does I, look I like a so. ship like yeah i think the, so it's the rear of one because we do see like a bunch of like ship exhausts yeah yeah it's glowing and oh, it, it's kind of glowing as if like there's just ambient energy running through it still possibly i wouldn't drink this water personally no it looks yeah don't knock it till you try it that's fair it's very neon very neon it's just monster is all it is. <laughs> yeah. 
Does <laughs> the Baja Blast? I must drink the forbidden water. Lightning finally takes a breather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After, <laughs> after saying she's going to scout ahead, and then she just stops like ten feet away. Yeah, and she's very like she kind of stands apart from the the rest of the crew, right? Like because she's very she's very um uh by what's the word he's uh she's a lone wolf. Secluded. She's a lone wolf, right? She's very independent. And uh, she walks a lonely road, the only road that she has, has ever, ever known. known. Don't know where it goes. <laughs> but it's but only it's... lightning, and she walks alone. Um, and <laughs> Saz walks up to her and says, oh, there's not much of a future for us, huh? He just pops a squat next to her. He yeah, does, he does. Nice. Oh, she's like hanging out on top of one of the ships, just kind of like getting yeah, yeah. Uh Camera pans down, and uh, we do see like Hope and Vanilla kind of also just chilling in near the spring or whatever as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the ship that they're on kind of looks like a like an old boat, like an a, a at least like what we can see of it. Some of it might have deteriorated. Probably an older boat. Looks like yeah. a giant ship, like a like not a spaceship or like a flying ship, like we've seen the rest of the game. And it kind of like it, it, the shape of it is a little reminiscent of what Sin looks like. Oh yeah, it does have the kind of like or game. I mean, there's a lot of these new uh, Final Fantasies, or especially with this tech designer he likes kind of adding organic shapes to a lot of his stuff yeah yeah, yeah. That's but cool. that's like the kind of like rustiness and like piping on it kind of makes me like oh this is what like an ff4 ship would look like in a remake or something like that oh it yeah still has, because yeah. it feels still feels very like uh nautical ship it's true uh, yeah i can see that well as we'll see later like ships are have advanced quite further than them what this Ooh, ships like. have gone in some very interesting ways in this world um but yeah, yeah. So Saz says, "Oh, there's not much of a future for us, huh?" And she says, "That's hard to picture a happy ending." <laughs> and Saz is like, "No, oh, I don't even know where to go." And she stands up and is like, "I do," and looks up and says, "There." And we see the like uh, the floating location that we saw the first time we came up from the uh, hanging edge. Right? It's yeah. so cool because it does look like like a microorganism in under a microscope because it has like the little ring and like little. Mm wisps coming off of it no i didn't notice that yeah i can kind of see that yeah very um, organic looking yeah like a little slug or uh, like a slug <laughs> with like a little horn or something like and a, says sees a it. narwhal slug <laughs> he sees it and he goes eden oh the sanctum seat of power and he's and he's kind of joking a little bit he's like that's a great idea we'll charge right in there and just give him a taste of let sea terror she's like and i have the like, perfect date for when to do this i'm thinking somewhere in the winter not right after new year's but maybe around january oh no oh 6th. no oh no oh no <laughs> <laughs> um and there's like a small pause and he goes oh you're serious and lightning's like well keep running it's die or turn seeth. There's no place for Lassie to hide. No. They want to fight. Let's take it to the Sanctum's door. And, S- and Sass goes, this isn't a game. And she goes, no, that's for damn sure. And I was like, ugh. I, I love that, like, <laughs> Saz is just like, we need to, you know, come up with a plan or we have no idea what we're doing. And Lightning's like, I do. And then she says the most insane fucking plan The most insane shit. Which, like, I get I get where she's go- coming from. She's like, yeah, we're I, all going to die for sure. Let's blow up in their face. Like, let's this just is fucking- a, a JRPG. So, like, obviously it's like, fuck yeah, cool, angsty, badass protagonist is saying we need to, like, go directly into the belly of the beast and take everything down. But, like, I love Saz's reaction because it's, like, how any of us would react yeah, yeah. in real life if, that, if yeah. some shit like this happened. Mm-hmm. I also like the trope, like, anytime I'm watching a movie or anything where one of the characters literally says this isn't a movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I, I I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I didn't even think about this it. This isn't a game. Like, well, actually, yeah, <laughs> you are in a game. If you only knew. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, but yeah. So she kind of says like her her idea here, right? Like like part of it is they're dead either way. They're dying no matter what. They complete their focus and they die. Right? They don't complete it. They turn into a thief. The pulse shoots them down and they're killed. Right? Or I'm sorry, a cocoon. So there's nothing that they can do. Which means they got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. And and she kind of says like, look, this all started because the foul sea took Sarah, and now I'm a sea, and now the sanctum's hunting me. And the people who are behind the sanctum are foul C. And so she kind of says she has like this bone to pick with this system that they live in. That like, even though humans live a decent life on Cocoon, they're not really free to make any of their own decisions. So she's going to go like, take it to the foul C. And she even says, I'm not dying a foul C's slave. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like her motivation now, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like it. Yeah, it's very cool. I- and Saz is like, so what you going to do? Yeah, and she's like destroy it. She's gonna go destroy the uh, the Eden fallacy. Yeah, and and Saz can't believe it, right? Like at first he's just like, "You're crazy!" Like even if you do pull it off, what are you gonna get? Satisfaction? And even if you did something, like if something happens to Eden, that's it for Cocoon, because like Eden's in charge of Cocoon. Yeah. And then he's like, "Wait a minute, you want that? You're a pulseless sea, so you just want to destroy Cocoon. That's what you want to do." And like. I guess the other characters are overhearing this and Vanil hears that and she's like, no, no, you can't do that. Like, what about Sarah? She wants to save Cocoon. You, you can't do that. Um, then the tick was like, no, not Earth. That's where I keep my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and Vanille says, uh, it might even be our focus to make sure that Cocoon stays and Lightning cuts her off and goes, the focus doesn't matter. I don't take orders from a sea or I'm sorry, from a foul sea. How I live is up to me. And, uh, and Saz goes, oh, don't you mean how you die? And she's like, you think like that and it's already over. <laughs> so they're all arguing with they're each other. Already dead. Yeah, this is extremely cool. Real Dale Gribble energy. <laughs> 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 Dude, I was like, yeah, lightning is very Dale Gribble. <laughs> yeah, like, like. You're already on, you man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she gets a parking ticket. So she's like, I need to go and commit an assassination that will destroy the world. Yeah. <laughs> And she does say, she's like, look, don't worry. I'm after the sanctum. I'm not actually like out to destroy the world. But if it did come to that, I wonder if our quote unquote hero would try to stop me. <laughs> so I she like that. muses for a second about that. Yeah. She's like, I, I really want to fight snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet this also maybe is part of like, again, why well, hope maybe is like, oh, yes. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I want to yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we kind of get a little bit of that at the scene, too. Uh, Saz says, oh, you want to fight snow now? So just like that, your enemies? And she says, well, next time we meet, we might be too. And like, I get it. Turn the edge down a little bit. It's, yeah. I, it, I it, it, it works though, I think. It's, it's, it's it does, very, it does. it's very like in your face with it, but like, I, I don't know. I like, I think that this is a very dumb plan. Um, yeah, we have yeah, very yeah. limited information about what any of this fucking shit is. And lightning is just like, Oh, I only have one plan and it is the most extreme option that I can possibly think of. That is the, o- I have a one track mind. That is my mission. I'm not lightning only knows praxis. <laughs> I will fight any motherfucker who comes up to me and tries to stop me. Yeah. And I yeah. hope that motherfucker is snow. And like, <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's, and that's just it. And it's like, it's a, dumb plan but i really think it works well in this where it's like a believable thing where you're like yeah she would think this this insane thing is the only way to to proceed forward yeah yeah 
it's funny that like this i guess that's early i don't know how far in the game we are but just like that we're going straight to like you know what i'm gonna go kill god yeah (laughs) (laughs) that seems to be my plan we do get a voiceover from Vanille, which is i think it's it's still like in past tense right yeah Yeah, i think so yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. i'm given all this but yeah uh says when the fear sank in it tore us all apart lightning was suffering reaching out to us but none of us could see it and then then hope goes yeah well snow deserves it like talking about what lightning was saying about fighting him or whatever and he runs off he runs off after lightning because lightning is like departed from the group with that last line to saz right she walks away and and he goes to follow her yes let the hate flow through you (laughs) um but vanille continues i heard voiceover and says if only i'd been stronger none of this would have ever happened or none of this ever would have happened yeah Mm. Not that that grammar matters. Interesting. I mean, more just, you know, obviously this is something in the past tense. So, you know, similar vibes of like Titus being like, oh, this is my story kind of thing where it's like, we don't have the context for it now, but I'm sure it'll make sense later and I'm sure it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, Vanille and Saz have a little scene where they're they're kind of they're both standing on that ship, kind of like just looking into the water below and kind of mulling it over. And both of them don't really have defined uh you know, motivations right now. So right. it's kind of interesting yeah. both also both being kind of the most uh you know optimistic or like conflict evasive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that about them. I like I like the way that like uh their crew and the Lightning Hope crew are like very different. One the one's very motivated, but like through vengeance and violence and the other one just wants to survive, right? They're like running yeah. away. Um, they're just treading water for the most part. Mm-hmm. And Vanille says uh I don't know what I should do. And Saz goes, oh, that makes two of us. And then, and then she says, hey, you're taking care of me and like pushes him, like like <laughs> playfully pushes him, but almost like pushes him off the ship. <laughs> like, And they're not like close to the ground either. They're like pretty far up. And he yeah, goes, well, they got water. Yeah, she does push people a lot, but this was more of like a playful like slap on the back. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, he's yeah, like, like, prepared for it and like. Yeah, and when she says that, she goes, she says, you're taking care of me. He goes, I won't be if you keep pushing me like that. <laughs> like, it's good. Yeah, and then, and then we get another cool shot of it, just kind of the camera pulling back and, and looking up into the sky, and we kind of just see Eden floating there again. Yeah. I um, do like this, uh, I don't know, like it's kind of this kind of vanilla and size kind of, uh, there's a somewhat parental uh, energy coming off of size that, that maybe vanilla kind of leans into a little bit, which yeah. is kind of cute. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. I do really like the dynamic between uh, Saz and the uh, Vanille. I, I really, I really like what they have going on. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, they're they're both they're both kind of optimistic. They're not like opposites or anything like that, right? But um, but like Saz is an older guy. You know what I mean? We have we think he's a dad, right? Because of what he was saying, and so we're kind of like seeing this like interesting yeah like parental kind of uh thing going on between them and i like that and like vanille not having any plan other than to just like run and that's it you know yeah it's it's cool it's it's starting to feel like a light-hearted version of like the last of us (laughs) 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 like stakes are you know also extremely high but they're just like (laughs) goofy time like no like Yeah, yeah. just lighthearted fun. It's more of a Thelma and Louise situation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for uh, for Saz and Vanille to drive off the end of the cliff and to the canyon. Yeah, their Idolin just becomes a a cool convertible that they drive into the Grand Canyon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they drive off the canyon and large on a giant garbage pile, and then uh, Homer gets out of the car and kisses the junk. (laughs) 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 Um, Anyway, uh, so yeah. So then we, uh, we're over, uh, we see lightning 
who's already walked a decent way away from Saz and Vanille, and Hope catches up with her, right? And uh, he's like, wait for me, I'm going with you. And she's like, I can't babysit you anymore. And he goes, oh, I can fight. I- I'm not afraid. And then all of a sudden, Psycon appears, right? I'm not afraid. Right? <laughs> do, do, they get ambushed, right? Like, uh, right I think here. their path behind them gets to, like... It gets blown up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, so they're and, kind of cornered. Um, lightning kind of just turns around and sees them, and they all have their guns pointed on it. And, and the body language from these soldiers, as well as their, you know, purple color, shows that it's not like the assholes that they took down last time with the guy being cocky, like holding his gun on yeah. the shoulder and trying to look cool and stuff. Like these ones are like out to c- complete their mission, which is just killing uh, Hope and Lightning. Um, yeah. And and uh, Lightning's like, great, a Psycom hit squad. And I, I wonder if she's like. It seems like she would have probably known that they were there and been okay if Hope hadn't had like distracted her and been like, hey, wait. She's like, oh, I can't babysit. So I'm wondering if that's like raising a little bit of animosity from for Lightning being like this fucking like I just said I don't want to babysit you and this is exactly why. She sounds pretty frustrated because like when they appear, she goes, oh, great. A Psycom hit squad. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she doesn't seem like scared or anything. She's just like, oh, this is a pain in my, a pain in my neck. Um, they, one of the uh, soldiers hits like a, uh, like a remote detonator and Mm -hmm. blows up, uh, something behind them, which causes a bunch of the debris to kind of collapse down and cut them off from where they just came from. So they're cornered, yeah. They're cornered, and also Saz and uh, Vanille are not going to be able to get through that way. Also, some of these soldiers look kind of similar to the ones that maybe had uh, picked up snow recently, because they have the kind of more knightly-looking design. Yeah, they, they don't have the same sort of, like, helmet ornamentation, but... Yeah, um, we actually learn who they are. Uh, yeah. I think the, they're in battle, they're called a corp, or I guess core gunner. Uh, core gunners, yeah. They also have... Um, As in corpse. They corpse gunner. I, they might be the first enemy since the first chapter he used it, but they have mana drives too. Oh, right. cool. um, and they use their mana drives to cast bar thunder to not let a, a, a electric or lightning Barth attacks. Bar thunder, like, yeah. Bar thunder. Bar thunder. Bartholomew under. This is the uh, this is the uh, the Bart that everybody keeps talking about in Final Fantasy Thirteen. Bart Thunder. <laughs> the butts thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah, basically, that's My just a barrier. My son is also named Bar Thunder. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a barrier attack. That's where the bar comes from. The, 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 the man's name is Homer. I don't know what the boy's name is. Bar, what's the, what's <laughs> what's the, the name man's of the man? Name? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they, they can also use a mana drive cure on one another. Ah, uh, yeah. So I think there's one that I think it, it's a, a similar thing where they have different roles where they have uh, some of them are, are, are you know, using the... Um, the bar thunder or the the cure while the others attack so a little bit more right, strategy right. has to go into this fight like take down the ones who are curing um they go down a little quicker and then focus on the the attacking ones right yeah but and they're not too bad yeah it's it's pretty simple especially now that we have like magic and stuff like it makes sense that at first we were kind of afraid of like psychom and stuff but we we've since in the in the fiction of the world uh, have also grown in power even if it's just a chapter later We've learned the way of the Lassie. <laughs> but yeah, Lightning seems, you know, mildly impressed with Hope's performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their first time, in, like, being together, I think, right? Yeah, this is this first pairing, I think. With the exception of the little, like, ten minutes of it earlier. In, in he was part chapter. of the party, but he wasn't part of, like, the battle, like, lineup, I think. when Well, we there, no, there was right? the Lightning and Hope section uh, at the beginning of Chapter 4. The, the very first part of chapter four where they separate and uh 
they do a little bit of battling and then lightning leaves hope because he she jumps up the cliff. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. We're still in chapter four. So you are technically correct, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of correct. Um, <laughs> but I will say t- because this lasts for a little while, this begins my favorite part of the game because I love everything about lightning and hope hanging out. It's my favorite part. It's my favorite interaction. It is extremely endearing here. I the, love the it. Way it. I love it. Going. It's it's so good. Like we'll talk about it more as it goes, but their dynamic changes over time um in a really interesting way that I, I'm excited to talk about when we get there. But I like right now we have hopeless hope, you know what I mean, who like is a child is not a um, you know, a murderer extraordinaire, and then like Lightning, who is incredible at violence and incredibly stoic, right? And so, like, seeing them interact, and he's trying to become stronger, become more like her right now, is like incredible. It's very good. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, and uh, Lightning after this battle says, "Not bad," and he's like, "Oh, really? Thanks." Like, he's, yeah, really, thanks. He's really happy Gee that he, he was able to uh, impress Lightning a little bit. Thanks, Mister. Yeah, thanks, Mister. <laughs> any any compliment coming from Lightning has got to feel good. Oh, I'm sure she doesn't look like she's the type to give them out very often. Yeah, especially in something that she's proficient in. You know, you got yeah, Moxie yeah. kid, which is <laughs> murder, <laughs> which is murder. Um. But yeah, back on the other side of the uh, the rubble pile, uh, Saz is like, uh-oh, army's out to play. Yeah, they, they, they kind of are implied to see that explosion. <laughs> what an optimistic way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Fun time's over. Yeah. But yeah, Vanille's like, what now? And then like, uh, well, we should stay here, but shouldn't we? And like thinking like for a second, like maybe we should help out. And then but Vanille's like, how about we just run? Yeah, yeah. she's like, run? <laughs> run? Yeah. like, we should run. <laughs> a little passive aggressively, maybe it says, like, if we rush now, we'll just get in her way. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, I wonder how like genuine that is when she's like, oh, if we, if we go over there, we'll just get in her way. We should leave. I'm sure part of it is like kind of taking a little bit of a jab at lightning because that's just kind of how she would respond to it, maybe. Sure. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let her. Let her deal with it. That's what she would want. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's effective on Saz because he's just like, yeah, you know what? Like, you're right. Like, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he says, it's not like lightning needs any help. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole reason he's in this mess is because he followed her. So, yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> he should have gone on another train. <laughs> he should have. I mean, she told him to. Yeah. He would have been purged by now. Yeah. He would be in, in a, his lovely little summer home on per, on Pulse. Yeah, he would have been successfully relocated. His nice little villa down on Pulse. Sipping uh, Mai Tais. <laughs> and we're, we're back to Hope and Lightning. And uh, Hope is like, kind of, you know, he's taken after Lightning a little bit. He's a little more goal-minded now, especially after... Um, lightning's last speech right where she's talking about like yeah her little pep talk where yeah not even really a pep talk to him her just talking about how she sees the world where you can keep going right right and you can tell it kind of has moved him right that's the last thing she said to him i guess before the last cutscene was like if you have a goal you can survive yeah right right so it's like yes keep going right hope says yeah there will be more soldiers we should keep moving yeah and he says, like, uh, "Lightning, are you worried about the others? I'm sure they got away okay." Yeah, like he, he's kind of saying that, and I feel like uh, Lightning like doesn't seem to really give a shit. Like 
either yeah, way. Yeah. So like Hope is kind of saying that more for himself because he knows that like she's not going to give him that comfort of being like, oh yeah, no, they're probably fine. So he just like has both sides <laughs> of the conversation himself because he's probably worried about them. And, uh, <laughs> when he's like, oh yeah, I'm sure they got away okay. Lightning just immediately like turns and she's like, so can you if you leave now. With me, it'll be fight after fight. I don't know how it'll end. It's anybody's guess. <laughs> and Hope's so like, yeah, I, I know that, but I, I need to be stronger. And yeah. I fucking love this part so much. He I think it works goes, on her too. Like, yeah, he, it, like lightning is like obviously starting to get endeared with with hope a little bit, and he goes lightning, and she says, "Call me light." I know, I know, it's very it's cute. so cute. I like that a lot. Yeah. What's also kind of I just realized is that the last interaction he saw with his mom was kind of a similar thing, where like Snow's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Yeah, that's a good point. That's a that's a good. Oh point yeah, out. yeah. There's a kind of somewhat irony. It was like, no, I want to fight. Let me fight. That's yeah. true. And now he's basically doing the same thing. Taken yeah. after his tough mom. Um, I also don't know that this is like intentional. I'm probably reading too far into this, but I do think that it's cute. Maybe that the original hero of the very first Final Fantasy is the Warrior of Light, and now she's just named Light. <laughs> and I was I like, 100% thought the exact same thing. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah. That's cool. Um, big big old thumbs up from all of us over here. Oh yeah, that. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Hope's like, okay, what's the plan from here? And uh, Lightning's like, okay, we go through the Gapra Whitewood, which we've heard the song from we've it already. The song and it's so Whoa. good. <laughs> when I, when from, I got here in this playthrough, I was like, this song sounds familiar. And then I saw the title card come up and I'm like, oh right, that's the title of the song. <laughs> like, hell yeah. uh, but she says, we go through the Gapra Whitewood to Palampolum. And from there we find transport to Eden. And Hope's like, oh, I live in Palampolum. I can show you all the shortcuts. And uh, she says, well, no side trips. And he's like, no need. I don't think Lassie are welcome at home. And like, it's just a very good little scene. Yeah, it's really nice. He's like, like uh, they're, they're starting to like, get we along. Do have to make, we do have to make one quick pit stop to the best pizza shop that has the best mozzarella sticks. <laughs> one last time before killing God. You know what? I feel like that's that would be incredibly relatable. I feel like if I was about to do like a suicide march to kill God, I'd also want to stop off and get the best mozzarella as well. Yeah, like if you have to cut through your hometown, like I would... Yeah. Absolutely stop at Double Decker in, in Delco and get an inside out pizza if I could. Like, <laughs> Is it still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I live not too far from Delco and I haven't had it. So, <laughs> oh my God, you have to, you have to. The inside out pizza. An inside out pizza. If you could get it delivered, that would be. I was say, y'all, y'all talk about the next scene for a moment while I, <laughs> while I Google this. Yeah, hopes like we got dropping for a good old pee pee slice, <laughs> which is it's called pee pee pizza. Pee pee slice, yeah. Yeah, pollen pollen pizza. P squared is what all the cool younger kids are calling it, but the old heads just say the full name, you know. I was say pee pee slice is the pizza place that KK Slider opens. Double decker pizza, the home of the original Inside Out Pizza in Media, Pennsylvania. The media one's not as good. Is Ridley Park the... Ridley Park's pretty good. Uh, that one might be closest to you. Uh, I don't know that it's called Delco on here. Glen I think it might be yeah, no, it'll be in Glen Olden. Glen Olden. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, we're back to the Vile Peaks. Uh, I noticed that speaking of music, I did notice that there's like a weird like vocal sample buried in the mix. Yeah. I'm like trying to fit... I'm trying to isolate what it is, but it's like really... You know, it's unsettling because it sounds like there's like a weird like radio chatter happening. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is a really cool uh, sound um, uh, track on the on the soundtrack. Um, very yeah, it's, uh, just, it's it's kind of a slow. I get I think in the early thousands it was called Cybient, which is like cyber ambient. Uh. it's like Psytrance, but it's like 
at like 100 BPM instead of like 128 or whatever or 130. So it's just like very groovy, kind of low key. Um, it's like a bossa nova beat. Hmm. Eerie. But uh, yeah, we go through. There's uh, more of these core uh, soldiers, right? Yeah, the the enemies change from like the creatures and like uh, pulse work soldiers that we were fighting last episode to Psycom and like their machines, right? Yeah. The core gunners and uh, oh yeah, there's like some interesting uh, the Ulan. It's like a weird flying like robot thing. Yeah, which you yeah. can get the jump on the Ulan. I uh, I was able to do that. You can you can preemptive attack that guy. It's not, they're basically like floating elephants. Yeah. They're real cool. You fight one up on like, yeah, like a... The, from the Winnie the Pooh uh, fever dream thing. <laughs> Sorry, I, my voice crashed because I'm so afraid of that scene. <laughs> the heffalumps and wasms or whatever the fuck. Oh boy. Yeah, it, it's a cool little area. There's there's some like um, little uh, cross sections where you can go over a path or under one where you fight the Ulan at, which isn't isn't too bad. That, that thing, it just has a lot of HP, but it, it's not tough. Yeah, it's weak um, to lightning and water, which I think at this point you. I think we're all weak to lightning. <laughs> True, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think at, at this point, if you're in the uh, in the Ravager uh, role, you probably have access to that, so they're not too yeah. difficult. Mm. Well, how do you spell Ulan again? U uh, H L A N. What the fuck are these things? Oh, they're they're under the Golem class. Mm. Reminds me of like the. Uh, the tilters that we fought, but they're like more tanky looking. Yeah, it's like a tilter without the human component. Instead of being on their hind legs, they're more like gorilla, I think. Yeah. Kind of comparatively, they kind of lean forward and have like two large front legs. Yeah. But they kind of, uh, they still have the kind of weird like art deco curves to them, like some of the sweepers and things we've seen in other games. Speaking of sweepers, the uh, the next thing that happens after this, this section of gameplay is we come up on some Psycom soldiers who are like messing around with one or I guess it's a dreadnought right. in this game but it's a sweeper game. It's, it's a sweeper yeah it's a sweeper it's a mega sweeper but yeah yeah there's some work they're like working on one or like looking at it and uh one says to the other uh, any trace of the Lassie and he's like uh nothing there's no sign that this has been activated and while they're talking Lightning and Hope are just like strolling up to them just like very casually <laughs> and they like hear them and they turn around and they're like oh who's there and we sup guys ah dreadnoughts eh yeah <laughs> well see you later yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey guys i've been looking around for Lassie. didn't see any see you later <laughs> it's it's funny we kind of get a good how do look. they know that we're Lassie? they got the goggles they got the yeah, they got the they got the eugenics goggles <laughs> i was i would i would simply put like a scarf on or something around my brand and just be like not me <laughs> uh, i guess it also is like no who else would be here i guess so i guess so. and I, i'm sure they probably got debriefed on like what the each member of the party that has been branded looks like mm, yeah you imagine you like run in you're like guys i found them the lassie they're over there and you like yeah. point some soldiers off you to point to direction. a tunnel a giant tunnel that you painted on the wall and they yeah. run into it and <laughs> they all run into it yeah they all run off a cliff. And then and they're like, we're not falling for that one. We know that that's not a real uh, train tunnel. And then they do <laughs> somehow get hit by a train. <laughs> and they're not going to fall for it. They say as they run off the cliff, but they don't fall until they notice that there's nothing below them. <laughs> yeah, they, they hold up a sign that says, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we mentioned this a few episodes, but like, how did the Psycom like, identify Snow as a Lassie? But yeah, I think we decided like, ah, oh, yeah, it's just like the first cutscene in Dirge of Cerberus where they can just like detect yeah. like Lassie and A. 
They got those Le CNA. Cool <laughs> Le CNA. Nice. Um, <laughs> I, I like the uh, the guns that these guys have because they look just like fucking little kid like Nerf guns or like yeah. weird squirt guns or something. Like they don't look very threatening at all. And it's the same sort of thing. I think they're also gun blades because they kind of jab you with them. <laughs> they give you a little poke. They give you yeah. a little poke. Uh, but they're 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 not much of anything. You take yeah, them you, down really we, easy. We take them down pretty easily. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Hope was like, "What's Psycom doing here?" And Lightning is like, "Probably thought we'd try to use a pulse machine to escape." And Hope's like, "That's a good idea." Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, "Ooh, now that Why you say I that." Think of that? <laughs> and Lightning's like, "Don't touch that. You're gonna hurt yourself." You know? And he's like, "No, no, no. It's fine." He immediately just like climbs on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no there's no controls on it. He has, it's just like it's just a flat back like he straddles it like a horse but there's like no like levers or cockpit or anything but he somehow gets it going there's a very like i would i could only call it like dreamworks scene where he's just like i'm gonna sit up here whoa now it's moving whoa how silly and you know like, this is the plot of ratatouille <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and hope leaves a giant wake of um absolute destruction in his path as we uh carve our way through the next area with the sweeper or the dreadnought I also like that he has completely taken lightning up like fully on being able to call her light because he's like light. I think I can work this. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, to me, that's just so I, I love that lightning's like, you can call me light. Yeah, <laughs> whatever nerd. I also like there's um there, there's a big uh, a piece of trash. It's like a wall that's keeping us from accessing the next area. And it looks like a drawbridge kind of that they yeah. just pushed up. And lightning is in between it and the dreadnought. And like <laughs> Hope clearly doesn't have like the greatest of control of the dreadnought, and she like almost gets destroyed by it as he like punches it over. Yeah, like she has to run out of the way as he's trying to knock it down. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it would have been a very bad ending. Yeah, then we um, get another primer about what we can do in this section, which is wild. It says these uh, it says uh, pulse armaments. These Herculean combat machines are capable of clearing away enemy hordes with mighty blows or simply trampling over foes who stand in their path. Attacking with X consumes power, but breaking through fences will recharge the machine's power reserves while piloting an armament. Enemies cannot harm the party. So Hercules exists in this world as well. He must also be a Falsy. I am going to look up real quick Dreadnought minigame because... I don't know how, if there's any way to lose this because you do lose energy. There's like three bars at the bottom, I guess. Yeah. When you, or sometimes two, like little energy. Lights, yeah, like you but, start with no energy, but then um, when you crash through the first gate to like continue on the path, like you have to mm. crash through this thing. You get three what look like dog tags kind of or like the necklace from titanic or something except <laughs> like with an i think they're supposed to be like power cells i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but you can kind yeah. of walk through and uh it's extremely goofy we see kind of just like uh i at first i thought they were pulse enemies but they look like just a different color of the the pulse work soldiers or you know, i think that's what they're called right yeah. yeah, little robot guys, um, and just whacking them, and they go fucking flying in the yeah, other it's direction. Really it's like, it's like shooting star from Final Fantasy. Ten, <laughs> a whole bunch of them in front of you. This was giving me big like Hyrule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me Hyrule Warriors vibes. Yeah, absolutely. When, just doing one slash and just people going flying yeah, off it's, nowhere. It's uh, it's real dumb. <laughs> I was I was trying to consider like whether or not this is a mini game or not because. 
there's really no lose condition. And even though you only have three, it says you're invincible. So like, what are we doing? Yeah. And you only have the three punches, but once you're out of punches, if you just touch an enemy, they also die. So it's like, what's the point of punching anyway? It's extremely weird. Um, I, I'm not, so I looked it up. Oh, okay. Um, I did. Yeah. yeah, Sorry. (laughs) Um, but you get two treasures at the end of this. And what's in those treasures is determined by what you do during the course of this little section. Right. Um, which it doesn't seem to be too important either way, frankly. Yeah. Um, the first treasure is is just solely determined on how many enemies you stopped during it or how many enemies you killed. There are 43 enemies total. So if you kill all of them, you get a thunder ring. If you get 25 to 42, you get 20 materials. And if you don't kill that many, you just get 10 material. Um which I guess is like some kind of like building material. I believe I got the thunder ring, but like, again, it's just, you just touch the enemies and then they die. It's not exactly hard. And then, um, the second treasure is determined by how many enemies you defeated using the punch mechanic. And so if you, Hmm. uh, if you only, uh, 24 or less is a hundred gill, 39 or less is 300. And if you did 40 to 43 with just the punch, you get 90 or 999 gill. Wow. So it, it doesn't seem to be super important that you do it because like 1000 gill is not even enough to buy a Phoenix down. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, also gill is very, very scarce. I think I got the 300 gill. Uh, probably would have been nice to have the extra in a game where like we are in four chapters in and it's, it's very unlikely that you've hit anywhere close to 3000 gill yeah, from yeah. like my experience with it. Um, but uh, I think this is really goofy and kind of dumb, but that doesn't make it bad. I no I, no it's not I'm bad. I'm confused it's, yeah. as to why this is in in the game, but I'm also like, eh, fuck it, it's fine. It's like yeah, a, yeah. A, a minute section, and it's you know it's it's goofy, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I was like, ah, I needed a break from just hacking and slashing. I just wanted to like kind of break from the monotonous uh, battles. So it's exactly. just fun to like, eh, yeah, have fun, kid. Yeah, I I agree. Which the way the uh, the mini game ends is is pretty funny. I think oh, I love it. <laughs> he just eats shit. He just eats shit. Just hope just trips. Hope comes up to a uh, like a cliffside and he's like very reminiscent of Saz trying to like slowly climb down in that one episode on the hanging edge. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to like navigate this thing and make it walk to like get down the cliff. It is very funny trying to see these like two little like legs. Try little to, stubby like, legs. Tr- trying to gain purchase on this like slope. Yeah, but like and- we had a jump mechanic though during the mini game. I think you just jump down it. It's true. But yeah, it just completely slips and then starts to fall over and like the lights, the uh, the spotlights on the front of it start flickering and stuff. Yeah, and Hope yeah. just completely like falls off of it. And I thought he was going to get like crushed by Crushed, it. yeah. Um, and he just like completely eats shit. He's completely fine, but he's just kind of laying there and like a little freaked out and lightning just goes nice landing. And then she's like standing all cool up on the cliff and she does <laughs> a cool jump down to it and stuff and, and walks up to him. God, she's so cool. <laughs> and she's like, she's still going. She's just like, all right, let's keep moving. And hopes like, Oh, g- give me just a minute. I'm, I'm still a bit winded. And she just says, you're too soft and just walks on without him. And he's like, wait up. And he, he tries to chase after her. Yeah. Yeah. He just, uh, it's, that's all it takes is to, to have him continue onward. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, just some s- stern disapproval and it'll get him going again. Yeah, like <laughs> I did get the spark. He wants to impress her so bad. Yeah. Whom's amongst us doesn't get, doesn't just love a little stern disapproval. Yeah, it looks like I did in fact get the spark ring and three hundred gill. So okay, I think that's I what I, I got okay. too. Yeah, 
Um, which, by the way, the spark ring, very, very useful for what's getting ready to happen next. Yeah, if you already have one, I think, from... We get another gates. one, yeah. I think, is it in this section we get another one? Yes. Yeah. Um, but we received two of those. And speaking of which, let's take a real quick detour to say uh, the spark ring, when you first get it, it has 20% uh, electric... Um, what would you call it? Damage reduction? Negation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I feel like in most Final Fantasies, if you found something like this, it would be like, oh, wear this and just the lightning doesn't affect you. Or like half, maybe, right? Mm -hmm. But this only starts at 20%. But through upgrading it, that number increases significantly. So that's like the cool part of this. like, And why accessories also get to be upgraded. Yeah. So, so I went ahead and upgraded both of my lightning rings to maximum because I was like, I know what's getting ready to happen. Fuck that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to put mine on. Yeah, I think yeah, I also yep. just didn't put mine on. You know, video game telling you, hey, equip this. You got yep. two of these now. You have two party members. <laughs> and I was just like, cool, I'm going to just brute force my way through this next area. And, and, <laughs> and there is, like, the next area, there is a little bit of, like, actual running through battles and finding treasures and stuff, right? But it's not very much. There's no more events. Yeah, nothing really super noteworthy. Um, the, the area looks pretty similar to what we've already seen. Right. It's just more narrower, I guess. Yeah. Narrow corridors. Yeah. We're going downhill now instead of up. We can like yeah. walk across a bridge and we can jump off that, like fall off that bridge um, without like one of those indicators. You kind of just like, I, I was expecting to just run against an invisible wall, but you kind of just like slide <laughs> off of it and fall yeah. down and um, which was kind of surprising. But uh, yeah, nothing really just more enemies. There's like a core regular, I think is what the, uh, the name is and more Ulans. Mm, yeah. Until we get to, a clearing with a bridge, right? Like one right. of these draw bridges. And a, another cutscene begins. And the cutscene begins with Hope just tripping and eating shit. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's exhausted, you know what I mean? He said he was, like, exhausted already. And he's pushing himself even further to catch up with lightning. So, like, I don't blame him for being, like, completely out of it. Like, I can't walk up the stairs without getting winded. So, like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this cutscene also starts extremely intense because the boss fight music starts the same time as the cutscene starts. Oh, so, is that like, true? It's actually, well, I was actually th just remembering that the the boss music in this, at least this boss theme, reminds me a lot of the boss theme we hear a lot in 10. It's very like, oh man, I'm getting scolded by lightning and this like really intense music is playing. This sounds <laughs> That's just <laughs> accurate. That's just... <laughs> well, it's, yeah, the whole, it just turns into a dialogue tree. <laughs> but yeah, she, she turns around and just says, this isn't working. You're a liability. And she's like digging into his ass. Uh, she yeah, says, you'll just slow me down. Ended. I know, I know. She's like being really cruel to him. And like Hope even is like, what? Like, it like comes out of nowhere and he's like, <laughs> you old pile of ropes. <laughs> you, you, you old pile of ropes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you mean these? Um, And he, yeah, he's like even taken aback. He, he can't believe what he's hearing. He's like, what, what are you saying? And she goes, look, I'm sorry, but I can't protect you. And, uh, and then... She like takes a knee, right? Like like something's gone wrong. She looks like she's having like a heart attack or something like that. Yeah. But she's she's pissing off through it though. Yeah, yeah. And and Hope goes, You can't leave me here. You have to take me with you. And she goes, Enough. The whole world is against us. I can barely keep myself alive, let alone some helpless kid. And during this, she keeps having like spasms, right? Like pain spasms. That's also an interesting line. Like this maybe like some insecurity that's coming through, but I think it is. I think her. it is. Yeah. I um but she says, uh, I don't have time to baby you. You want to get tough? Do it on your own. And as she says that, we see like that um, 
like a magic circle kind of appear around her, right? That's a big old pink glyph. Yeah, a big glyph. And I think I should compare this, but I'm wondering if it's the same uh, when we go into a crystarium because there's like a crystal and then out from it kind of furls like a big glyph. Oh, I don't know. I wonder if they match, but I think it's definitely the same color because hers is like, I think, yeah, much like the crystarium looks almost kind of flower inspired. Yeah, it's true. That, That flower like bursts out of the glyph. And then from that, a giant horse knight appears. Mm-hmm. And when I say horse knight, I mean like is not riding a horse, is just a giant man beast with some horse parts. <laughs> like Yeah, he looks like a weird transformer. Um, yeah, he has yeah. a giant shield, which is the back and yeah, the back of a horse. It's very weird. Oh yeah, I didn't even realize that. I didn't really notice the horse uh, imagery until uh, later when I reverse engineered it. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, th- this seems like it would be a very cool toy in the 80s that you could, you know, like a transformer toy that folds in on itself. I wonder if there's, now I'm wondering if there's idol in like transformers. The way that this knight is like colored and dressed, it almost looks kind of similar to like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the Primark. Like it, I, I see a lot of yeah, like a lot of like white and like kind of flowy sort of thing. It almost looks like a, a religious mm. ornamentation to to what this um this. I feel like the Idolans do too. Yeah, which I mean, actually, it I mean, now that I think sense. about it, uh, Snows was the Shiva sisters, right? And this is Odin, so they are like religious figures. There are transformers you can get of the uh, Final Fantasy. 13, really, uh, <laughs> that fucking rules. That's awesome. I'm so glad these exist. <laughs> so that's what I was gonna say about about these the Idolans, right? Is that um, I believe we have the data log for them already, don't we? Because, and 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 all of them. Either either we already had it or we get it here, and it does say we in do them get that like this, yeah. they appear to Lassie who have like given up or like reached a um an impasse in their character. And so I think that like, that's the thing is that like, like snow is always the ultra positive one, right? Like he's always like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I can do this, whatever. I'm, I'm the hero. I'll never be killed. And then when you are outnumbered and outgunned and he's like given up fighting, that's when the Shiva sisters appear. And like, I, I, so I think there is a bit of like lightning dealing with her own issues is being what causes Odin to appear or like not dealing with her own issues, as you might say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think those insecurities do kind of like manifest Odin. Also, this fucking this transformer is incredible. They posted. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you know, frankly, for a uh, an action figure that did not cost a lot when it came out for something that transforms. I mean, it's still expensive as shit, but like, <laughs> but I feel like a transforming Hatsune Miku would be like four hundred bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, easily. <laughs> Goodness gracious! They beat it one eighty nine. Oh, now you go to their website and now it is $400. Okay. The one that it links to. So never mind. I was going to say, I was like, that seems more about like how much it would be. Thing rules. Meal small one. If, if McDonald's did a tie in. Detailed as hell though. Anyway, we fight this uh, Eidolon and fucking damn, this thing uh, melted me. Yo, oh my God. Yeah, I was saying, unlike the Shiva sisters who kind of make sure you're fine uh, and just like, <laughs> you'll, get it, you'll get you'll get it, Snow. Like, either Doom will kill you, but I'll make sure you, you make it to that point. Yeah. But this one is like, Doom is ticking away, but you have to really like... You may not live to see Doom. Yeah. You may have to keep your mitts up because this thing yeah. hits hard. He's not he's not throwing Cure on you at all. No. I uh, This battle, I think, is in the top, like five most difficult in the game like this is not an easy fight um 
And before when I've played it, because like I said, I've played through this game multiple times and I've played the intro of the game more than that. So I'm like pretty familiar with it. And this is still a boss that I'm just like, oh, I just died like five times in a row. Well, I guess that's just the way it goes. You know what I mean? And before you fight it. So this time I, I did the unthinkable, the unconscionable. And I did go to the Final Fantasy wiki and was just like, what is his deal? Like, <laughs> how does this fight work? And then I read about it. And I fucking smoked this fight. I was like, okay, I get it. I see. I'm on easy and I uh, it took. I didn't look it up, but I did take me four tries. Yeah. Um, basically, I just kind of figured out how can I survive because his Justall is ticking up a little bit. And because he kind of just goes for hope immediately. And if you're not careful, yeah. he'll just almost certainly be dead by the time you get to the end of this. If hope doesn't have um, a... Uh, the the lightning ring or whatever on if he doesn't have spark that spark ring yeah if he doesn't have the spark ring his combo can kill hope outright just from full health he just hits he hits him out of the gate you don't have any time to cast anything his attacks are what like skyward swing yeah uh he, he has several and like and yeah with his combo move he can just take out hope immediately like with no nothing else going on but um, in the middle of his combo, sometimes there will be like electric strikes. And if you have the spark ring, that can reduce it just enough so that Hope can live through it. That's right. He does Thundara Seismic Strike, which also Oof. hits hard. So, yeah, basically, after a few tries, I kind of like, okay, how am I going to like survive this? Because um, I figured out what worked. Um, and he seemed pleased with. Um, yeah. Because there's a point where he's like not just relentlessly just like turning you to salsa uh, and puts his like giant shield up Uller's mm -hmm. shield Uller's shield yeah uh Uller, which may be another like uh nordic reference like odin i'm curious uh you know what is Uller? it's a god associated with archery interesting mm. but he puts that up and kind of like stops attacking you for a bit in which that gives you for me get like was the only time i had to attack sure and that seemed to work yeah so after like dying three times like okay i'm just gonna switch to double dose which is when everyone's just medic med medicating i'm just like i'm just gonna endure this until he puts the shield up and then go to like and yeah like all attack it, which seems to do the trick because he wants you to like prove your strength it seems like so the the reason i was able to do it much easier this time that i couldn't before is that um the, the things that make him, uh, his gauge build is being struck while he has his shield up or whatever and curing and curing yourself also does it. But I've in, in your, in your paradigms that you have set up naturally, you have one where like lightning is a commando and then hope is a medic. Right. And I would use that. That doesn't make him happy. Lightning being a medic does though. And so I was always like, oh. And so this time I switched it around where lightning was also a medic. And dude, he loves that shit. He loves lightning being a medic. That makes a lot of sense uh, thematically. It does um, because it's her, her thing. Yeah. I will say that um, when I saw you guys talking about the Odin fight, I was like, oh shit. Like, I really need to set some time aside to try and figure this out myself and i was really <laughs> expecting something and like the first time i got into it i didn't even really know what to do i kind of just did like the the scope thing uh the libra on yeah. it and saw and the only thing it says again is just like it, he's happy when um he, he like rewards people who do chain bonuses i was like okay so, and the yeah, other thing mm -hmm. was just question mark question mark um, so I was trying to figure that out and I was trying to figure out the good roles, which I was still like not super dialed in with hope and lightning's dynamic together. Um, 
And the first try I did, I just like, I think Hope got like knocked out. I'm like, fuck using a Phoenix down. I'm just going to restart because that was a dog shit attempt. Uh, and I started kind of just trying to strategize knowing what I knew. And uh, the second time I got a little further, but didn't really make much progress and just ended up restarting again because it felt like I was just like selecting the wrong things, not because of like the battle or anything. I just like was like, oh, I didn't mean to go to that <laughs> yeah. mode or, or use that. Uh, ability um, and then I think the third time I like went to the Crystarium beforehand leveled up a little bit and added different roles in the thing I, I added uh, yin and yang which I forget what that one is uh, it is uh, lightning is a ravager and uh, hope is a medic okay and I just ended up doing enough like chain I, I wasn't even focusing on the, the healing aspect of it I think maybe with hope doing it that might have helped a little bit but I was kind of just waiting for his shield to be up and attacking and trying to get as many chain bonuses off as I could and keeping them topped off with their HP as much as possible and ended up getting it okay yeah then that's but when I checked uh, in the data logs afterwards it does say that he like rewards people who um, focus on healing so with Lightning being the one who heals Hope, it makes sense because this appeared right as she was like, get the fuck away from yeah, me, kid. I don't want, yeah. You're a liability. I don't want you around. And then suddenly it's like this being appears and just starts beating the shit out of him. And it's like, you need to like change your course and do something differently in yeah. order to continue or you're going to die. These fights remind me a lot of the, um, the Final Fantasy IV mirror fight. Yeah, we're like mm -hmm. it, it's more it's it's less about doing damage and more about like overcoming that character, and, and I like that. I think these are done very well in that way, and it is cool because like again, like we've been joking the whole time. Like Lightning is the queen of violence, right? Like she's like <laughs> aggression incarnate, and like yeah, like after uh, being so cruel to Hope, having a battle where like to overcome that she has to heal him, it like yeah. makes a lot of sense. So I, I agree with you entirely. I think it's very well done. That's, yeah, that's really cool. I didn't think about that one. It's a cool meta thing, too, and it's a very Final Fantasy thir 13 thing to do where you could we could have people listening who have gotten past this fight and been like, oh, what the fuck, whatever, I beat it. Like, I did that. I had no idea that the healing was a thing until after I read the data logs. And, like, it would be very easy to kind of miss that that's probably an intentional thing within the story at this exact moment, especially with what we know happens directly after this battle between Hope and Lightning. So it's, right, right. It, it, it's very, it's very cool that it's like, it's not just there on its face. It's there for you to kind of discover on your own. And that's really satisfying and really cool. Yeah, I agree. Two things. Um, I'm actually curious uh, if we uh, do shrouds work into Eidolon battles or Eidolon battles. I don't know. Because I'm curious, like if I turn on force or like yeah. just pop a force all, would I be able to like cast bravery, faith and haste going into I this? I don't know. I have that save. Maybe I should try that. That'd be I was gonna fun. say, like, well, uh, for the next one, which, yeah, that'd be a, a cool little trick, just to kind of speed things up. But also, like, going off of what uh, Carl was saying, besides, like, I had to use some Fortisol today. I think ten, maybe, but like, are there other games before ten that really like made the summons like real in-world characters? Like real part of like the narrative. I guess four did with Rydia. With, uh, yeah, and with uh. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's such part of like. Oh, six. 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 six they're the main attraction. Uh, eight. Yeah, eight. 
not and necessarily it, yeah. individual ones really but yeah. the reason that they're in the game is pretty significant I'm just thinking of like things like I don't know seven, where like you get a cool summon, but they're never really addressed yeah, in the story yeah. that you have these summons. Yeah, I, I would say they're just there in battle. I would say six is the most summony in being important one or whatever. Yeah, where there's like literally seven, a scene where a summon teaches you how babies are made. It's really good. Seven, they're kind of just like they're just ultra crystallized materia, like ultra dense materia. But yeah, I really like how they implement the summons into like the storytelling of this game so far. It's really I, cool. by the looks of it, it's also the main affair in sixteen when that comes out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From what I can tell, right? From what the is, trailers that we've seen so far are about. Yeah. yeah, it seems very, very important. Oh yeah, I think uh the logo is of Phoenix, right? Yeah. And Ifrit. That's cool. Yeah, so that'd be really interesting. So you can catch uh, catch us whenever that season is. Right. Yeah, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, 15 years from now, you can catch us for Final Fantasy 16. Um, but uh, how about that Gestalt mode? How so about cool. that Gestalt mode? Or the finishing move, I should say, the finishing attack uh, that when we do transformation sequence. It's extreme. Uh, they, it's they, cool. I love that Lightning and Odin do a little dance together, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Odin throws down his, like, double-ended sword. Yeah. His, like, weird sword scythe. <laughs> and he does a magical girl transformation with, like... Literally, there's rose petals that come up from it. He jumps into the air and takes, like, a cool pose and then just starts doing the transformation, like, the transformer thing. Importantly, just before he starts doing the transformer thing, he takes Lightning's hand and throws her into the air and then he transforms. No, no, no. So he kind of just his arms. Oh, is that when you actually? That's use? when you use him. Yeah. Oh, okay, right I'm now sorry. he just his arms like fold in on themselves and come out as like hooves, uh, like a okay. horse's legs. And we see a cool like transformation and stuff, and more of these like rose petals or or sakura leaves or something. And we get this really cool it's shot. Very romantic. Yeah. The really cool shot of the moon, uh, you know, like a crescent moon, uh, and and just a giant fucking horse jumping in the air. Cocoon has a moon. Inside yeah. is the moon moon falsy. <laughs> I guess it's got to be a falsy. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's just a it's just a weather balloon. <laughs> but I swear to God, the horse noise that gets played is the exact same one that the horses make in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> it's just the Wilhelm scream of like of horses. Yeah, the the horse <laughs> Wilhelm scream. Yeah, but um, as that happens, he he lands. You know, he he. he very cutely kind of gallops like little like not like extreme Comes strides or anything just little fancy a little fancy run like a cat running down the hallway when they hear that you got food or something <laughs> uh, makes his way down to you know the the earth and uh lightning grabs his weapon and and pulls it out of the uh the the ground and jumps up onto his back and it's extremely fucking kick-ass yeah and then, they do their like cool move where he he like rears up and it's yeah it's their cool like uh victory you know, picturesque pose. moment yeah. it's it's really really nice neato very very cool indeed i noticed that all the uh idolans maybe i'll get into it later when i extract the textures but everyone has they have like runes like idolic i think they're called like a language hmm. that the uh all the um idolans Eidolan, have that is separate from the pulse and uh cocoon language nice we'll have to decipher it all yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so like uh, the after the battle's over, Lightning's kneeling once again, right? She's exhausted, and her ATB gauge is huge now. Oh says. yeah, she has a oh my god four yeah. ATBs. Is that right? It, it goes almost all the way across. <laughs> I think that's uh, you were saying it gets smaller, but it actually does get bigger. I was just saying, I think it 
it loads faster or something as well. Because I, I think that it, um, it doesn't take as long as you would think that it would or whatever. Yeah, it looks like it goes God. a little bit faster. And that's the same thing that happened with Snow, right? When uh, when he got his... Yeah, but we haven't used him since then. Uh, yeah. Yet. And uh, yeah, so Lightning is winded. Um, she doesn't do her like... Uh, must not fap pose or anything she's just <laughs> she just takes a knee and uh hope comments that uh your brand looks different which i didn't even notice yet but yeah. uh i guess everyone's brand kind of like transforms when they get an idolin yeah um but yeah says, was that an idolin like lassie can summon yes yeah, so he says magic and mumbo jumbo i must have hit my head on the purge train <laughs> <laughs> and she gets up right and is like getting ready to walk away again and hope is like uh am i am i really in your way uh, I'll I'll do better. I'll I'll try harder. And she stops him and is like, "We'll toughen you up." Uh, I'm sorry about before. And I'm like, "Oh, I love that. That's so good." Yeah. And she apologizes to him and is like, "It's okay. We'll we'll get you there." <laughs> Let's get down to business. Yeah. To destroy Eden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's really cool. Um, there was actually a question that I had when we first started uh, this fight that I completely forgot about because I had to you know restart it a couple of times. But when when lightning like takes the knee and like Odin starts appearing in front of her, she goes like, this can't be happening right now. Like she, she says it in a way where it didn't seem like she was like, what the fuck is any of this? I was like, so I was like, is this just like a thing annoyed. that everyone knows exists? Is this, a, and with, with hoping like, Oh, is that, was that an idolin? Like, it seems to stand a reason that lightning might've known exactly kind of what was happening is like, Oh fuck, this can't be happening right now. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That, that's kind of what I was taking away from it. Mm. This is not the time for this. This is not the time to have a god make me force a character change. Yeah, yeah. And just like seeing some crazy shit happening and being like, I just don't have time for whatever crazy shit this is. But yeah. <laughs> um, Let me girl boss uninterrupted, please. <laughs> but we have a little more uh, gameplay section, right? We go through. And then we get a uh, scene where uh, some soldiers uh, pop up on them. They see them. They go, oh, let's see. And Lightning is like, do you got my back? And Hope's like, oh, yeah. And they have like a nice little moment like that. And then we do. We get a tutorial in this battle about gestalt mode and summoning. Uh, and summons are done using TP, much like Libra. Yeah. And it uses a lot more TP. It uses oh, it think, sure three does. points. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, this, shit, this isn't free. Which makes sense. I mean, you know. It, yeah, it also says that, you know, um, Lightning can send uh, technical points to summon Odin, her personal uh, Eidolon. Only right. Lightning can summon Odin. So, like, we obviously have two now, or we've experienced two of these things, but it's not interchangeable. It's not like, oh, well, let me just, you know, put this in the materia slot and then anyone can summon it. It's like, no, no, no. They're yeah. specific uh, roles for each, each uh, character. Which makes yeah. sense. That's how everything in the battle system seems to be. And I will say, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent comfortable or, or knowledgeable about like the right time to use summons. Because when we use one, we get rid of the other characters in the battle besides the summoner, right? So like yeah. when lightning summons Odin, hope leaves the field for the moment. Um, Much like 10, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Where it just turns into a different type of fight for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah and very I, and similar I, to 10. I could be wrong, but a lot of times I feel like 
my party is much more efficient than having a summon out. And so yeah, I'm like, the, do I really want to like handicap myself with a summon? And I, that may not be right. You know what I mean? I know like the speedrun uses summons a lot, so they have to be super damaging. But I'm not sure how to make it work. Yeah, I'm sure there's like some stats that you know, some battles in which the summons would be extremely effective against certain enemies. You can look forward to our next episode with Zwanzig on it. Where <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe because of some immunities and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them cannot be debuffed. Um, which is I good. think it's yeah. also and they have no stagger points. It's also similar to the rest of the battle system and dissimilar to ten, where the summon will come out and it'll just do its own thing, and then you can kind of uh, do some some course correcting. Um, but like you're still controlling lightning, but there's a particular mode that you can get into with a Gestalt meter, where there's like two Gestalt meters, one for lightning and one for the Eidolon. Um, and eventually you can kind of just do like the super move or whatever, where you jump onto your Eidolon's back to do mm -hmm. some moves that have like weird button combinations to try and use and stuff. And it, it, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense in my first instance of doing it through the tutorial because they pretty much just have you summon it right away. I still had a significant chunk of the battle left after doing this and doing like the cool move with the the name that we all know from previous iterations of Odin. Xanthasukin. Oh, yeah. Wait, what is it? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was just like, huh, that seems cool, but I need to learn how to use it because that just seemed like a waste. I just went to gamerguides.com. <laughs> slash ff13 slash guide slash introduction slash tutorials slash gestalt mode um and i'm reading about it here and i kind of I, I i see what they're saying now so what they're saying is when you summon your idolin right they appear alongside you they operate automatically and as the fight progresses there's a little purple bar below the summoner's name that increases over time, right? And mm -hmm. I didn't know what that translated to, like damage or whatever, right? And during this, the the summon themselves have an SP, which is their HP essentially. Is their HP and the amount of time that they can stay around on the on the uh, battlefield. So that's always decreasing, and as they take quote unquote damage, that decreases further. Um, if that bar goes all the way down, they leave the fight. Uh, and at any time, you can press X to enter Gestalt mode. What or I didn't square. know was like, what's the deal with... Yeah, Square, yeah. Well, I was like, what's the deal with that purple bar under the summoner's name? Like, why does that matter, right? And the higher it is, the more points you enter the Gestalt phase with. Ah, uh, okay. So where you have like the button combinations. Yeah. You can do more of the button combination moves. Nice. Right, right. Because I yeah, the, the Gestalt dial I like it's it, it brings yeah. up a whole new type of combat which is just the 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 UI shows you a dial instead of just a menu yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and I, I'm still not so sure it gives how you to... the amount of moves you have that you can use I guess yeah because there's like a little countdown so like certain moves I think use a certain amount of points yeah 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 exactly so I'm I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at the tutorial right now so like it says like auto gestalt then like a move that costs two three three four and then all which is the Zantu skin or whatever and it's yeah and I just I just use all the points Zantu. until I have one left and then throw the all one in there. Which, is that the best way to do it? I don't really know. I'm not sure. Because I'm not really sure what, like... Like, there's multiple attacks that use, like, three uh, of the points. And, like, what's the difference between them? I, I don't know. Yeah. It's also uh, notable. I, I was just kind of, like, in, like, 
timer mode where I'm like, oh no, I only have so much time. What am I going to do? And I see all of these different cool like combinations I can do for like Razor Gale or Lightning Strike or Stormblade. But I saw <laughs> uh, Zantetsuken and I was like, oh, I know that one. I didn't even notice that it has a level one next to it. So I guess we'll also be able to level that up, which is super oh. cool. I was just like, I want to try that one. Didn't even notice I had like points or anything. So it, it seems like this is almost similar to... Um, Zell's limit break in eight where you can kind of if you go fast enough you can kind of get multiple ones off i might be incorrect about that because i i just immediately spent all the points sure yeah just maybe because it was just throwing so much at me like i had no idea if like do i have a time or what's happening because before we hit gestalt mode like we had a timer going so i was like feeling a little rushed but now like watching a walkthrough i can see like okay you have like an allowance and uh how you spend them is up to yeah. you yeah which is cool it's a little it's like kind of a. I know, a kind of a controlled finishing bizzazz. Yeah, yeah. It's cool too in this in this battle you can if you like see the animation where you know lightning does the move or whatever, um you can actually see Eden in the sky behind you which I think is pretty sick. Mhm. Mm Oh, I didn't notice that his, I didn't, because I'm just confused that his uh, staff which is double ended can turn into two swords that she can mm -hmm. use. That's cool. But I love the, yeah, her like finishing move where she just spin around. And then she lands right in front of the horse and then just hands the horse. The horse just grabs, yeah. grabs the weapon and clops off like, all right, see you later. <laughs> and she says, until next time. Big gulps, whatever. huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny, too, because I got back into the battle and I still had to do a lot of damage to the Ulins. And um, Hope was just, you know, back in the battle as well. And he was right near one of the Ulins who was in, like, an animation to go, like, elsewhere. And they kind of just float. So Hope's just standing there and getting pushed along by the, uh, by the enemy as it's like doing its animation. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so we finished that battle. Yeah, how did you all do? <laughs> I guess even though it was a tutorial battle. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't have my sets for that one. I, I figured it wasn't a boss. So I was like, I yeah. got, uh, I did bad. I got three stars. Um, it was like, the target time was like two minutes and 39 seconds. I got two minutes and 28 seconds. Mm. So this, this starts a whole chapter of me getting zero stars or like very low stars yeah like when we talk about the next section my word um yeah. i sometimes wish you could like there was an option to restart even if you finish the battle yeah, like <laughs> yeah try again for a better time that's the funny thing about this game is like even when you win battles you don't necessarily feel like you win battles. <laughs> and it's like it's interesting that the game like it doesn't carry over status effects or hp or anything from previous right. battles so. there's no healing between battles like in other games yeah like you don't have to worry about that like it's, it's you, you just and, have a couple still, of like, moments with your shame yeah, you're just like, fuck, I didn't get five stars. I fucking suck at this game. I won the battle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that uh, leads us into the last cutscene of this area, right? Um, where uh, Lightning and Hope kind of find a little an outcropping to kind of like chill in. And Lightning says, uh, we'll stop here. And Hope's like, oh, sorry. Like, he's clearly yeah, winded. Hope's doubled over. Like, he's, yeah. he's very at the end of his rope. And she says, don't sweat it. I'll look around and you rest up. And he is like yes like he doesn't say anything but he just sits down and like yeah definitely starts resting and a, and a little time passes like we get a little fade out fade in to kind of show that some time has passed and hope is asleep and lightning seems to be like resting and she's kind of conscious still but like just chilling taking it easy and uh in hope's sleep he kind of like stirs a little bit and says, mom <laughs> and, and lightning laughs to herself and he goes now by a long shot <laughs> yeah it's not Which, like, like a haha stupid kid thing. It's kind of like a 
like I got the sense that she kind of feels bad. She's like, huh. like she's scoffing at herself, not at hope. I think she was referring to herself in a way that like she's nearby and and hopes like, oh, mom. And she goes, yeah, I'm not your mom, not by a long shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she, it wasn't really her being like, oh, like you stupid kid, like stop crying for your oh, mom. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it, it definitely seems more like, a, oh, I am like, I'm sorry, I'm not your mom. Yeah. I, I, it's my yeah. character flaw, not not yours. I do think that, uh, that maybe there is some like... Uh, Maybe her as an older sister is kind of maybe kind of warming up to having definitely yeah. uh, warming up to having hope around because she doesn't have Sarah around right now. And so. Yeah, yeah, I think and so. Then, I love their dynamic. I really a do. much softer face too, like not quite a smile, but almost a smile. She she smirks a little bit at it. Yeah, she's yeah. like this is this is ridiculous kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, it made me think when I saw this scene. I was like. Yo, Hope's mom just died earlier today. <laughs> yep. Like it's still the same day. Mm-hmm. He's had a fucking terrible day. <laughs> what a day! Yeah, he's been just running and running and running. Yeah, yeah. It's been weeks for us. It's been mm-hmm. it's been weeks, months, even. Yeah, for him, it's just like earlier today. Yeah. Woof. But um, I think we should, in fact, take a break there. Yes. Um, and then come back and try to smash through the next section. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. What is a time signature? What are time signatures? What is music? We just don't know. We just don't know. Um, I still got Saz's theme piping through my my headset as we're talking. So I good. I didn't hit record until after this, but I just wanted everybody to know that like we began to talk about Saz's theme, the theme for this next area, and we we're immediately like, we need to record right now because this is good <laughs> content because Saz's theme is great. <laughs> Yeah, Alex was just kind of uh, uh, snapping along to it and counting it. And he was like, oh, that's weird. It's like in a, in the time signature is like it's in six and then it's in five. And like I pulled up the sheet music and like absolutely like the first the first, I think, two or three measures are uh, six and then it switches to five. It's it's so strange. It's good. Yeah, you know, it's like it's just always strange. Like at first thought I was in five and then like it adds an extra measure at the end of it. So it's like almost like. Uh, Cinco de Chocobo from Final Fantasy 7 which yeah. is an like homage to like Dave Brubeck take 5 but they add an extra beat on every other measure so it has this kind of funky little like it turns into jazz then waltz and then jazz and then waltz like, yeah. it's, it's, kinda... it's really really cool it, like jazz is the perfect way to describe it just because obviously changing time signature and just kind of it feels like free form but it's very structured as well but it's very jaunty because it's just like a little like kind of like Almost a ukulele, or I guess this is like it sounds like a small acoustic guitar, kind of just yeah. like strumming along. It's very, like yeah. horns. Really nice um, walking upright bass, uh, just solo like throughout it. Um, very, very seems like it would fit in perfectly in Cowboy Bebop, which yeah. this this area also feels like it would fit in in Cowboy Bebop. We kind of get. I mean, his fashion is very Cowboy Bebop. He's just he's kind of a cowboy, kind of a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he would absolutely fit in with that with that squad. But it's chill. But yeah, we come into this big, like, a gorge, kind of, that's yes. uh, filled with uh, factories and mining equipment, and it basically looks like just an old, uh, you know, old mining area. I, I love the name of this section, which is Scrap Processing. Mm-hmm. It makes it seem like it's a Half-Life area. 
Yeah, I, I also love just the, you know, the, the first shot that we get of it that kind of shows an overview of the area. A lot of scaffolding, a lot of like, you know, precarious kind of things like between the like pathways between the, the cliffs and stuff. But there's just two giant wheels that are like oh, alternating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost looks like they're gears, but they're separated enough. But I, I saw this. I think they're supposed to carry buckets of like uh, or I, I wrote in my notes, like one of my notes is just bucket excavator with an exclamation point <laughs> my favorite kind of excavator i saw that and i was like oh it's just like in blight town i i can take one of these down and then i can take <laughs> the other one up and it's going to be cool platforming but no that's not it's just for you, you know, do get to uh, walk between them which is yeah neat. true but um not a cool elevator but a cool looking mm. uh set nonetheless yeah. i do like it quite a lot we enter from uh you know somewhere above and uh yeah no sign of soldiers Guess lightning got their attention. I wonder how Hope's doing. They were headed towards Palampolum. Kid's on his way home. You can bet on it. Good for him. Saz is like his face kind of darkens and she's like, what's wrong? And he goes, it's good if they can manage to slip in quietly. All of Cocoon is in the grip of pulse phobia. If a Lassie pops up on the radar, all hell will break loose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she goes, oh, they don't even know why they're scared. And he's like, well, they're afraid of what they don't know and afraid to find out more. And it gets worse the older you get. I'm terrified <laughs> of what will happen. The world yeah. probably would be better off without Pulse Lassie. And he, and he like looks at Vanille and Vanille's like clearly taken like offense to saying that. Excuse me? Yeah, literally <laughs> yeah. talking about themselves. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I mean, most of them. And she goes, oh, gee, thanks. Like very sarcastically and just goes, let's go. <laughs> and like continues on. Let's go. Yeah, really cute. Like it, just him talking about how, you know, very relatable thing of like, you know, the more things change, people just don't want that to happen. And people who fear the unknown and don't want to learn about what makes it unknown. And that's how prejudices start and stuff. And right. him saying like, oh, yeah, it's even worse when you get older. And then immediately saying like the yeah. thing that has been standard throughout everyone's life yeah. even though like they're being faced with direct evidence that that should not be the case and he's like oh yeah shit sorry <laughs> I like Vanille is very much a archetype of like anime I guess where like she's like the very bubbly goofy one or whatever mm -hmm. but like we see in this scene and, and all the scenes before that that is like a a coping mechanism for her or whatever that every time like they have to face something very serious she's like oh, oh well i guess we're, here we go we're all let's go you know like mm -hmm. even after like saz says that and she's like clearly hurt by it she's just oh let, let's go on here we go skip it yeah, off when she and says like gee thanks it's not like wow dude i'm fucking right here like just you know like it wasn't like it was, it was more playful than that so anyone else immediately go backwards yes yes <laughs> Because yes. I saw on the map, like, we start kind of down a hill. I think she just started because of, uh, after the, um, pulse armament sequence. There, there, where we crash, we can actually go up a, a ledge or two where there's, like, yeah. nothing up there. And, like, all right, maybe there would be something here if we did better or something like that. But, like, immediately we start, like, on a platform. But we can go back up the, up the hill. Yeah. And even Vanilla's like, ah, we're, huh, we're going back. <laughs> yeah. And there is something back there. It's it's not great, but I forget what it is. No, it's it's a phoenix down. I, phoenix I'll take down, okay. any of those I can get. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. I can sell those. <laughs> do they sell for good money? I don't know. Oh, probably. Yeah. In real life, they probably do. Oh god, yeah. Um, but yeah, we get a new enemy here. Our uh, old enemy, a new design, I guess. Oh yeah, super cool. Yeah. I saw this and I was like, "What the fuck is this stupid thing?" What's this D twenty doing out here? You know, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna literally. say, I love a dodecahedron. <laughs> so much <laughs> but 
It first looks like a normal dohecahedron. Wait, is it or is it an icosahedron? I gotta look it up now. Icohesahedron? It's a d20, more or less. I was in all the dumb math classes when I was in high school, so I have no idea. <laughs> but if you look closely, it does have eyes and some uh, spiky, uh, a spiky mouth. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, it does! As you attack it, it kind of changes around. It gets some flames coming out of it, and it starts growing some spikes and, and things of that nature. It's like, oh, this looks familiar. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's a bomb, as we, uh, our old friend from every game, but it just starts, it's like docile form. It's a like, D&D, uh, 20-sided die. It's a man-made bomb, I guess. Because it's weird, like, uh, yeah, its front face does have a little bit of, like, kind of organic nature, but its eyes and everything else looks more cybernetic. Yeah. But once it, like, flames up, you go like, oh, yeah, that's definitely a bomb from Final Fantasy. Yeah, like, there's there's points where there's there's flashes of that. Like, I think I, I was able to kill one of them while it was, like, in its classic Final Fantasy bomb form. So, like, when it, like, turned purple and, uh, like, was melting away or whatever, it just looked like a, an actual bomb. And I was like, that is so cool. Yeah, I noticed, like, as its health goes down or it, it actually different parts, different panels go, like, turn off. It's yeah. kind of cool. Very interesting way to uh, go about bombs. I had I had to look it up. I'm sorry. I was like, is it a dodecahedron? It is an icosahedron. So that is what it is. Uh, Which is a 20 sided one. It's not. But yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, no, dodecahedron's 12. This is not that. It's an icosahedron. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to any of what you all were saying, so I apologize. That is quite alright. But much like all bombs, you kind of want to take them out before they explode. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, they can do a lot of damage. I um, I definitely got got by an explosion when I was fighting uh, the the second battle where it's uh, the second battle with them where it's two, and um, Saz was just like right next to one facing the other one that was behind him as the other one was self destructing, and like I was just like oh my god, like I didn't I, I had four hundred and eight uh, HP and it hit me for uh, four hundred and eleven. So oh, I, I yeah, the, and I was and yeah. I was just like well. Saz is dead. Like it's 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 over. Did you all say that they start with half their HP? No, we did not. They start with half their HP, yeah, and then they they start gradually gaining it back. I guess because they can absorb fire. Oh yeah, which is interesting. I don't know if they cast it on one another or not. Or it's just when they themselves. hit you with a physical attack. Oh okay. Yeah, it gives it to them. Um, and when they reach full HP, that's when they use self destruct. Oh, interesting. Okay. They get more and more orange. I'm guessing. <laughs> Because when you first uh, encounter them, they are like half lit up. Only they're like, yeah, like half orange, orange and purple. Oh, you know what? I'm actually looking at it now. This is super cool. I'm looking at it in like the um, when you use Libra and uh, just check its stats. Mm. You can kind of see the, the there's a, all the triangles that like make up the shape that you guys keep saying that I don't. Icosahedron. The, the shape of the icosahedron. Um, <laughs> you can kind of see like the like the classic when it's orange. There's like classic things, almost like a sliding puzzle, like a fifteen yeah. puzzle kind of thing. Yeah. It's, that's so interesting. That's. So I didn't even notice weird. that there was an eye or anything on it. Yeah, like first. there's an eye and kind of the mouth. It looks like it has a Wi-Fi signal as well. <laughs> <laughs> This thing's got all the features. Oh, did you? It says here there's actually concept art for a different kind of bomb for this game that looks more like a traditional bomb. Interesting. Yeah, I had quite a few battles that ended with me just tanking a self destruct. <laughs> I like killed the one bomb and then got self destructed by the other. I'm like, hey, so a win's a win. But besides those, I think we mostly just fight those and pulse armaments through this area, right? Oh, and uh, Car uh, Carl brought these guys up the other day, uh, Gremlins. Oh my god! Yeah, fucking I do love the gremlins. I I just posted the uh, the unused concept art for the bomb. 
Oh, really? Yeah, anytime I saw the Gremlins, I was just singing uh, Nick Lutz goes, where did the Gremlins go <laughs> to myself? <laughs> oh, those things are cool. They're like, they look more mechanical. They like a little motorcycle engine or something, yeah. The unused That's, bomb. They look real evil looking. Real fucked up. But yes, Gremlins, sorry. <laughs> I love these little guys. They're, They're cute. Yeah, they do not look like Gremlins. I saw them and I was like, what the fuck is this? Wally Eve bullshit. Like yeah. they look almost like little owls that like Pope owls. They look like purged owls. Oh my <laughs> god, it's so cute. I wasn't I, I didn't see their idol animation when I was fighting them, but they kind of just have their hands out and they, they do like a little scuttle dance. Yeah. It's like the, the there's a bunch of things trending now where there's the uh the little guy dancing on the floor and then he starts break dancing to that one song. I love like that. Animation. It just looks like like that's what the gremlin's doing. <laughs> that's what I'll work on tonight is a little animation of the gremlin like doing the Dude, break I, dance. I, I in fucking front of love this gremlin. It's so cute. They uh, have no fucking HP. Yeah, they're very easy to tear down. <laughs> you and they're, they're weak them. to, um, they're weak to, uh, uh, I think, wind and um, fire, which is okay. nice because Saz has wind and fire. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. They look kind of like a Pokemon. I cannot place which one, though. I can't wait till we hit September in this game so that Saz can unlock the earth element as well, so we can have both earth, wind, and yeah. fire. Can I also say that I do like the way that Saz casts his magic. He has like a cool like underhand lob when he does it. It's like it's very stylish. Like I really like his animations for that. He's real loose. I like it. Yeah, he's, he's except cool for his stuff. normal running animation. Looks like he has. Yeah, it's up so his clunky butt. and weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he looks like me running because I have like a bad lower back. <laughs> he's like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how like uptight he looks when he's like running around, but yeah. in battle, he, like it looks real. He's loosey goosey in battle, baby. Yeah, it's real good. Like he's <laughs> shaking it out. He's almost as loosey-goosey as Godot, mm. but nobody, nobody's no that No one could possibly yeah. be that loosey-goosey. But yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Machina around here and uh, there's no power. There's no power. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a recurring thing is like every time we find a piece of machinery, there's just no power to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's not too much in this area, right? Not yet. On, on this section of the gorge, I should say. Right. Until we, we get through, to the next section of the gorge. Yeah, we go through kind of an intermediate area where we pass through a bunch of gremlins and yeah. basically enter like another section where there's a looks like a big old power plant. Yeah, it looks like a big power plant. Um, a generator. And there's and there's four individual units on the around the perimeter of it that we can go to each one and turn it on. Right. And I will say this. I have a, like so the location that I work at has ups supplies like big uh, power devices that kind of look like this frankly like the screens on the right side and like the actual section that holds the power is on the correct side i was like well that's just that's just a ups and pdu right there that's <laughs> that's accurate that's what that looks like <laughs> but yeah like uh, we have to kind of go around this big power plant to uh just turn on four panels as mm -hmm. uh, saws clarifies but uh yeah, or else we can't get to the next section. There's like a barrier that prevents us from going in. Yeah, I was curious if um, it like it doesn't matter which direction you go, and there's like encounters at each of them. Um, you can get some preemptive strikes. Uh, probably a lot better if you use Deceptisol, but I'm going to be yeah. hoarding those for the entire game. I'm yep. sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I but, used one this like coming up. Um, so. Because these battles, especially against the pulse work soldiers, we are not really equipped to do too much too quickly to them or at least in a way that i could figure out can i ask um, you a question yeah sure 
these pulse work soldiers, do their stagger gauges deplete way faster? Because uh, when I fought the pulse work soldiers in the last area, I could take them out no problem. I mean, I'd fucking, it, I had plenty of time. And these ones, like, they're the same enemy. It's not a new enemy type, I don't think. But, like, yeah, I would fucking barely punch it in, or I wouldn't make it at all. To be able to take him out yeah, and have I'm to like stagger him if twice. It's depends on the stats of whoever triggers the stagger. I think I the know. only um, the only time I've been able to get staggers on them, um, it wasn't as frequent like you were saying, but it was um, I had to like do the setup stage. Like I had to you know get into the synergist and saboteur role immediately yeah. and and get everything going. Just but like to be able after to stagger you them. stagger them, like once they're in stagger and then it begins to deplete. I felt oh. like that phase depleted a lot faster. It, it probably I I wasn't able to tell because mm. usually um, their HP was so low by the time I could even get them staggered to begin oh, with okay. that I didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that, but I was just noticing that I wasn't uh, finishing them off within one stagger bar time like I was the last ones. Yeah, I saw um, I was actually standing near one of the bombs in one of those fights like right after it uh, after the battle ended. So I came back into like, you know, the world where we are and I see it disintegrate <laughs> and that's when it looked very similar to the bomb i'll send you guys a picture it's pretty okay sick. yeah this these fights with the pulse work took forever for me i, had, I think for a while i would switch to um uh, tide turner just to get like enough buffs sure. buffs going and then switch to dual caster and try a time it so saz and vanille were casting at the same time mm -hmm. so just to push it into stagger yeah and it was so frustrating trying to get them to line up because like it would like almost reach and then deplete nah. and saz would do it and it would almost reach and like ugh. I, I would start them off with one round of um commando with saz and that usually would give them just enough of the retention to be able to do like two rounds of uh dual casting to get them over the edge Gotcha. Yeah, that's um it, it wasn't until I got to like the fourth panel that I had to power on. Um but uh that's when I finally unlocked Blitz with Saz and I was trying okay. to wait until they were super close to me so I could just maximize the yeah, amount of yeah. I did and it was so good. And I could definitely see that it seemed to be way more effective than just doing nothing but attack the whole time. If I could land enough of the hits, I was just like, "Yes, dude." I also got Blitz in this area and what's really fun with Blitz is when you do get that preemptive strike because every, you know, you you have a lot of enemies almost in stagger and you have to like choose which one you want to stagger and go after and then the rest of them lose their stagger gauge but using saz's blitz you can just hit everybody on the screen and keep all of their stagger gauges up and you just keep using blitz so that when you're done with one the next one's ready to stagger and then the next one's ready to stagger and you just stagger 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 and you just go through all of them that way fucking really mwah. really good love that attack very very satisfying seeing all the numbers that happen <laughs> I'm just noticing the Pulsework soldiers have a really funny animation when they turn around. Their top half spins and then their <laughs> legs spin around. So they, <laughs> they like turn around separately. It's, it's oh. pretty silly. Yeah, Carlo just posted a, um, a picture in the Discord of the bomb disintegrating and you can see its little spikes and little arms. Yeah, it's really cool because you can actually see it go from like the 20-sided the die to the, the bomb. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post in our Discord um, the original concept art for the bomb before the game even started getting made <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> That's just, and for the listener I have posted the image from the wikipedia for isocosahedron anyway <laughs> oh yeah Alex that one you posted damn I didn't even notice that that two eyes a mouth and 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's very cool. It and it's one of these things that like if you're not looking closely, you probably would never really notice it. I, I sure didn't. These battles don't really lend enough time for you to kind of experiment with like how to get all of the faces to be you know, the, the orange one. Yeah. It was actually a thing where I didn't realize it was a bomb until I saw it flare up. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Cause I didn't like see what the name of the enemy was at first. Yeah. Um, but we finally get to, um, you know, all of the things and, and says, says, uh, pulse machines can't be that different as he's yeah. like poking around at the one to, to turn on the, the, uh, the final generator. And then we get, yeah. um, just a, a cool little cutscene of the, mechanism that we were powering uh turn on there's like a bunch of little tubes that start glowing with some sort of power say so, hey, what is it some sort of tube <laughs> very reminiscent of uh nibelheim the reactor in nibelheim because it's just yeah, surrounded by so. all these cliffs and and you know um just nature like you know stone structures from nature uh but clearly a power structure and it kind of starts um you know just sending sending electricity everywhere throughout the uh the place that we've just been the corridors around it are now accessible as well, so it can go straight through this area instead of going around the outer perimeter. That's right. Yep. Which is nice. Um, there's also an item down there. I forget what it is. We uh, we have our first first section of the game where we can backtrack to good effect as well. Oh, shit. I did not do any backtracking, I don't think. So you know uh, how... the I did see all the stairs on the way there, and I was talking to myself about how it looks like it's setting itself up to backtrack. But then I, for whatever reason, just continued <laughs> on to um, this part where during this cutscene, as everything's powering on, a giant door opens that is the next area that we need to go. And we just kind of see two of the pulse work so soldiers and two bombs coming out. And it says, uh, uh, Saz says, uh, not the only thing we woke up, huh? And then yeah. he says, we can take them. <laughs> you know, without taking too long to talk about because it, it's not that crazy or whatever basically there's a series of like elevators and stairs and extra paths that we can take in the previous area because we can now turn on the devices that are there and the important part is there are two battles in this area that i just can solidly say go fuck those battles those suck there's one with three pulse work soldiers at once oh. which sucks so I used the septisol on that one. I said, fuck this shit. I'm just septisoling through it. It's fine. Oh, I used the septisol to backtrack, actually, because like, eh, I don't feel like dealing with these enemies right yeah. now. <laughs> and then there's one with three bombs and two pulse work soldiers. And I had to fortisol my way through that because I couldn't kill all the bombs before they could uh, self-destruct, right? Like, they would self-destruct. And they would just hit Saz and immediately kill him. And I was like, what the fuck? So oh, I um, fortisoled, killed one. One exploded on Vanille, one exploded on Saz, but I had the, the Fortisol, so they both survived with, like, double-digit HP, so I had, like, 40 HP left, and I was able to heal back up and then take out the other two Pulse Work soldiers. So, like, think, fuck those fights. I think at this point, too, we have two of the Flame Rings or Fire Rings or whatever that yes. help negate fire attacks, which um, I think d does make a significant di difference. Yeah. Yeah, without leveling them up, they're they're also 20%, uh, but you can uh, upgrade them to yeah, be better. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, backtracking, I, I love that there's uh, near the uh, exit to the first half, there's like the elevator they can go up and like Sass is like, elevator master. Yeah, I do like that too, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they lead off to a few paths into one of, I think, uh, the one with the three pulse work, there's like something in, inside of the containers it comes from. It's actually in its container, yeah. I forget what was in that one. It might have been... Was uh, that the Arc oh, Amulet? Oh yeah, there was an amulet in one of those. Yeah, oh, yeah I did get that. So maybe I did oh, maybe do not. backtracking without even realizing it or something. I don't know. I, I could be wrong about that. Don't don't quote me on that one. That might be actually towards the exit. Oh yeah, no, I okay. think that that's probably the one that you can still get 
beyond the the battle that's blocking okay. you to progress. I think a lot of them are just like really good crafting items, like iron shells. Oh, that's right. The one that's in the um the container is vibrant ooze. Now that I think about oh, it, man, and I, I and I remember it. that because I went into the inventory and I looked up what the description for vibrant ooze is and it was like yo this ooze looks so appetizing you could eat it <laughs> and i was like damn mm, i'm always wanting to chow down on that ooze <laughs> let me look it up just just sucking down the ooze secret of the ooze <laughs> i got it <laughs> a brightly colored translucent secretion that actually looks rather appetizing that's it it looks rather appetizing <laughs> um but yeah so it's mostly just the ooze and um the iron shells right yeah, yeah i think it's just the two items that's right but yeah but yeah then we can we can move on uh from there section. now we can go back for it yeah run past all the gremlins there's one more cutscene. yeah as we're making our way out there is that aritic uh ring or whatever yeah. yeah there's a chest on our way out of the uh down the tunnel oh yeah that that one's the 300 gil yeah okay never mind then but we trigger another cutscene, right? Yeah, so we kind of just see a nice um, shot of, you know, like three waterfalls kind of off in the distance, and it's kind of... It's looking a little more vibrant. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of leaving the vile peaks now. So, starting to see some more green on the ground a little bit. Um, yeah, it's like we're about to enter the Makalania Woods or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. We see Saz and Vanille uh, kind of walking forward, and... Um, There's some junk around, but we're more or less like... And a nice kind of safe clearing, and uh, so I was like, "Yeah, we should probably sleep here, right?" Yeah, and, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, does this place look okay?" And Vanille's like, "Uh, yeah, fine by me." He like grabs like um a tapestry or something. Yeah, like a tapestry. Yeah, it like pulls it out from some like garbage and like it's probably real stinky. Honestly, I would not <laughs> yeah. sleep on it. I'd rather sleep on the ground at least. Yeah. Anytime I see some cloth at a junkyard, it's like wet and like moldy. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. She like kind of whips it and gets some of the dust off of it and lays it down on the ground and says, all set. All right. Good night. And Saz is just like, ah, not a care in the world. And she goes, oh, oh, like she forgot something and picks up like a nearby stick and draws like a line in the dirt around herself. Right. And Saz is like, he like kneels down and looks very closely at what she's doing. And is like, what? <laughs> like, like, what is this girl doing? Mm hmm. Do not cross this line, understood? <sighs> Grow up. <laughs> and good night again. Would you just go to sleep already? It's a real uh, sitcom moment here. And it, and it fades out and then fades back up. And we're kind of like, you know, we get the sense that like some hours have passed. They've been asleep for some time. And uh, Saz is sleeping on his side on the ground. Yeah, we see something very important, which is Chocobo Chick sleeping kind of close to Saz. Yeah. And he's got the little anime bubble. Yeah. Like sleeping <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. so cute. But uh, but Saz is like slightly startled or whatever. He like wakes up a little bit and then realizes what's happening. The camera kind of moves over and you see that Vanille, like whether on purpose or just in her sleep, has scooted across her own line all the way back to back to Saz, right? And like her face looks very worried, like she's having like a bad dream. Yeah, she she's kind of whimpering too, right? And he just and he just like to himself goes, uh, still a kid. Yeah. And that's the end of that scene, and I was like, oh man, that's mm. it's like it's cute, but it's rough at the same time. We're like, damn, that does suck. Mm-hmm. And we can save. And we can save. Which I suggest that we do, because yes. we're going to get right back into fucking cutscene territory at the beginning of the next episode. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the end of, uh, I guess, Vile Peaks for now, right? That's the end of Vile Peaks. Yeah. Until David Lynch comes back and directs the third season. Yeah, not not quite the end of chapter four, but uh, I think that is that where we're calling it for today. I think so. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of cutscenes in much different areas, so it seems like a fitting place to stop. There's a bunch of snow, and I just don't feel like I'm ready to deal with that today. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about snow on the next one because he wins even more points with me. Oh my why? No, he's sorry. great. <laughs> He's great until the other shoe drops and I start hating him. That's why. Well, I feel like all the shoes have dropped at this point. <laughs> Damn, really? You guys are fucking crazy. It's no rules. Oh, I hate him so much. He's so annoying. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like waiting for the Waka moment where I'm like, I know everyone always talks shit on Waka, but he seems pretty cool. And then it's like, oh, he's extremely racist. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'm waiting for like Snow to start saying some shit like, you know, people won't replace us or something. And I'll be like, well, I can't like him anymore. God damn it. The <laughs> fucking asshole. No, he's not that far. He's not quite that far. <laughs> he's buying a tiki torch or some shit. <laughs> That'd be a very, very different game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Cool. Um, yeah, I guess we'll technically finish chapter four next because we have a cutscene and actually like a playable flashback yeah yep. we have a first yep. for uh for this season which is a playable flashback in engine um i'm very excited to talk about the um the famous low poly animal next episode what oh my god i've never seen that before i that one's from lightning returns but he does make an appearance in this next episode. oh my goodness i don't even want to spoil what that is i should leave that as a little yeah, as a little I... teaser <laughs> <laughs> Definitely join us next time because that is a bucko right there. Oh my god. You know what that looks like? That looks like um one of those YouTube videos where you see like it's this game but all the animations have been increased by 1000 or whatever. <laughs> and like the faces <laughs> are like moving through each other. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm excited about that dog. Oops, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> about I'm, that beep. I'm, I'm always excited about that dog. <laughs> I, I'm I'm happy to report that uh, throughout the entire time of us talking about that section with with Saz and Vanille, I had on the extended edition of. Uh, oh wait, no, never mind. I was going to say Saz's theme, and now it's actually playing "Can't Catch a Break." I was going to say it, it didn't seem like it was only 20 minutes that we were talking about that shit. <laughs> so disregard. We went longer than I realized. Oh my gosh, Alex is just posting <laughs> it in the Discord, and I love it. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, last weekend, in relation to this, was the Relay? Was, yeah, indeed. I'm trying to think if... Uh, and also our friend uh, Relaxander's... Uh, the Dia Beatdown? Yes, the Dia Beatdown, right. where they were playing, uh, I think, I guess Rocksmith for uh, for, for uh, Diabetes Charity. Yeah, for uh, for uh, JRDF. JRDF. Jet Set Radio J Future. JDRF, sorry. I, my brain is fried. And I'm sure that they all did great. Yes. Which, if you don't already, you should go follow Relaxander Real on Twitch. Incredible guitar player. Wonderful human being as well. Just Absolutely. Absolute homie. I don't know if he'll listen to this. I know he's been going through the Final Fantasy VII season. Maybe in a couple of years he'll listen to this. What's up, yeah, it's all good. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he was just on the front page of Twitch today, which is extremely hype. Uh, yeah. And been raising a lot of money for diabetes uh, charities. So it's a, a, a cause that's very close to his heart. So Love it. Can I get some claps in the chat? Um, <laughs> uh, trying to think of anything that's going on. Um, I believe my band Zaku will be having a show on the 30th of September. That's pretty much been confirmed, but if there's any changes, I'll let you know. Um, next oh, yeah. week, as of the day this comes out, 
Splatoon 3 begins, so I'll see you all there. Um, yeah, there's a lot happening this weekend. We got FF Relay at, at the time of this recording. We got Splatfest yep. and Die Beat Down. It's a busy weekend for us yeah, last week. Indeed so. it is. Uh, for September, I will be raising some money for the American Heart Association, which no pun intended, a cause that's very close to my heart. Uh, mm. In my early 20s, I was diagnosed with a, an arrhythmia called uh, atrial fibrillation. And um, I was able to get a procedure that that took care of it. Uh, my cardiologist told me that there was like a 50-50 shot that it might come back. We weren't really sure what triggered it to happen in the first place. For years, I've been good with that as far as I know. I could never really tell if I was in that arrhythmia. Um, but recently, uh, it came back and my Apple Watch that some friends of the show uh, Dave and Sarah from the Daycare Dittos and uh, uh, Sailor Moon Wisdom slash Sweet Matter uh, got me an Apple mm-hmm. Watch, which is able to detect that, which is extremely, oh, extremely that's badass. Nice. So I had it for about two days and I was constantly every couple of hours getting alerts like, hey, you're an AFib. You should, you know, get that checked out. Uh, that drastically raises your chances for uh, stroke and or I guess mm-hmm. not drastically. Like at my age, it's something that people can live with. You know, it's not a, a, a too much of a, a big deal, um, but it can be. And it's something that you need to kind of stay on top of. So timing couldn't be better. We had um, representatives from the American Heart Association reach out to Speed Souls, which I am a part of, uh, to see if people wanted to do fundraising in the lead up to World Heart Day, which I believe is September 28th. I got a goofy stream, a uh, goofy charity stream planned for that. And all through September for the lead up of it, I'm going to have a campaign open for raising money for that. And I'll have some incentives and stuff and more information on that to come or just come by my Twitch channel and ask me about it. So Oh, yeah. Should be pretty fun. Uh, I will say that on World Health Day, I want to do a Dark Souls crowd control randomizer run where if we hit a certain amount of money through <laughs> the the crowd controlling, which basically you pay money to get coins that you can then fuck with my game and fuck me up. Um, if we hit enough <laughs> of that going on, um, I am going to turn on a enemy randomizer which makes it significantly <laughs> even more hard so i'll be fighting different enemies in spots that i shouldn't be and fighting against chat and it's all for charity so you know that um that one large guy you fight at the very very beginning of blight town it's like the first enemy fight in blight town you're yeah. on like a, a thin little board or whatever it's just that's just Ornstein right there. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like I, I I did one of those recently and just everywhere was there was like an Ornstein and it was God. insane. It's the worst. That's the that's the last thing I want to be anywhere is an Ornstein. Any yes. other enemy can be anywhere. Just no more Ornstein. Yeah, it's 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 real goofy. So it should be really fun. I, I want to try and do like a super long stream for that. And um I, I want to see if I can also kind of save up some money to make it more interesting. Like if I can complete the uh the randomizer, then I win. But if chat wins, I have to make a big donation to uh, the okay. cause. And I'm also going to do all of my revenue for the month of September on my stream with subs and Twitch Prime subs, mm. particularly because it costs nothing to people. I'm going to put that directly into the charity. So, oh yeah, well, I'll see you Hell there. Yeah. Hell yeah, Alex. Do you want to draw a line down between <laughs> where we are sleeping and where you are, and uh, tell us not to cross it? Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, thank you to Masashi Amauzu, especially for uh, this, this for Saz's theme. Very good. Um, the song has a arrhythmia of its own, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about it. I thought about it the whole time. I was uh, I I was thinking about. It, I was like, 
Yeah, it's just that, you know, occasionally your heart does a meter of five. It's fine. But <laughs> got one of those jazz hearts. <laughs> uh, yeah, be sure to leave us a review. Rate us on iTunes and Spotify. You can text us or call us at 530-MATERIA. You can find us at every F and FF on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and join our Discord. Not much of a podcast for us, huh? Hard to picture a happy ending. <laughs> 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 All right. Goodbye. See you. Bye-bye. <laughs>